And all I have to say is, may the 4th be with you. Yes, sir. It is Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022. On the fly back again. And with me, as always, not Garth, but it's Warden. I'm not Wayne. It's not Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> Everybody loves Wayne's World. But, uh, yeah, Warden, what's going on, dude? How much, brother? I saw, did you see the, speaking of May the 4th, you see the new Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer? Seventh. Yeah. Yeah. You know that, what? I'm a, I'm like, you know, I think Tom or Zeus said it on the shout out loud. And I think they were poked up uh, doing that today. It's like, and I put on there about the revenge of the nerds is like kiss fans and star Wars fans. And I put in that little, we are one, you know, everybody's favorite kiss song, but <laughs> hey, you know, I like that song. nerd. Oh, I like that song too. I mean, I don't I get the hate. I love that. I, I think Peter's voice is great on that one, but that's another podcast. They are. Uh, yeah. Obi-Wan, act- I'm in, brother. I'm in. They actually did. Uh, I remember after Psycho Circus came out, and that was back when I watched NASCAR, uh, they they used We Are One as like a little video going to a commercial for uh, for NASCAR when I was like, heck yeah, I love that. But uh, yeah, I like that song. I, I never I never got the hate for that or uh, uh, finally found my way back. No, not the not the Paul Stanley one, but there's another Peter Chris song that's it's a We oh, Are One. Man. Was it We Are One that that Peter wasn't on We Are One? That was Gene. No, what's the Peter Chris song that they hate? Oh, you gonna get you gonna get some slack from me. No, that, one too. that is not a bad song, way. and I am not a Peter guy. I mean, Man, I am not. That a, was. I'm telling you, dude. You that's fine that you like it. That's fine, but I don't, I don't hate it. I agree. I agree with Zeus and Tom. That's like Paul's way of slapping Peter in the face. Oh, we'll yeah, we'll give you a I song. Don't, I don't take this load of crap no. and sing. <laughs> And if that's the case, then Paul got slapped right back when he did that freaking Aerosmith ripoff song oh, for Detroit Rock City, which yeah, the, the Aerosmith song was, was even worse. Too. I agree. That that was horrible. Um, <laughs> yeah. So tonight, our main event is Ace Freely. I got a guest. Oh, look at that. Check My this. little girl, Cherokee. My mom... My mom's pretty much dog. My mom lives with me, of course, but you know she's uh, with my mom. Look my mom's retired, so it's like it's like, oh, I got to be stuck with this guy right now. It's like, uh, okay. <laughs> so old, she's how she's old like, is Cherokee. Who is, I got her in 2014. So okay. she she was about less than about one. She already had puppies, so she's a probably come up on ten years. But she's a little oh, chihuahua. Cherokee. Say hi to Stevie. Say hi What's to up? Stevie. Say hi. I have to bring. Say my hi to Stevie. Mom. Say. Mine are somewhere around here. There's, we've got a, I've got, it's like the dog that sticks with me. And she's like a, I forgot what, a Shih Tzu mixed with. Language, Stevie. Language. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> she sticks with me. And then we got, we got a Yorkie. My daughter my and my wife got a Yorkie about a year ago. And that dog is all over the place. I'm telling you, it's like, those small dogs live a long time. So, I mean, it's, I had a, my cousin yeah, had a Yorkie. That thing lived like 18 years. Sweet little I'm dog. Once you get to know her. I'm stuck yeah. with her for a while, but she's, she's finally, she's finally warmed up. I'm a dog person. I mean, me I too. can get, yeah, I can get a dog to like me. And then she's, she's warmed up to me now. And she's, cause if I, if I get up in the morning, I'll go lay on the couch or something, watch TV. All of a sudden I've got somebody parked right at my butt while I'm, and I look down there. 
I'm glad it's her, but it's nobody else. Yeah, um, if I had to pick between people and dogs, it would be dogs. <laughs> cats are shady. Cats, you know, I'm allergic I, to. Sh and I had cats all my life growing up, and I was never allergic to them until I got older. But cats always gravitate to me because, like, they know I'm allergic to them. And I, I mean, I, 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 yeah, they're like, up like Mike Tyson fight, you know? Yeah, I had a, the only time I've ever had a cat, I went to work one day and I was leaving and I, I went to put my check in the bank before we had direct deposit. I went to put my check in the bank and that was like, uh, a good 10 miles away from work. When I got out of my truck, I kept hearing meow, meow. I was like, somebody's got a cat around here. And so I went home. That's another 10 miles down the road to get, get home. Went to the school where I coach at. That was not even a mile. We get back home and I'm like, you know, get up the next morning to take the dog out. And I hear that meow, meow. And I'm like, oh my God. It's in your engine. Pop the trunk or oh, pop the hood of my truck. Oh. And the cat is under there. The cat is rode there for, for like 20 miles. Oh, I did the and same thing. I work. was like, I couldn't. It, he was she he was so like like doing all this number at me i couldn't just off I you think get him out <laughs> yeah so what i wasn't about to start up you know i wasn't about to take the chance to start the truck up and and disintegrate them or anything like that so i went and got my dad's truck and when i got home my daughter had the, the cat out and can we keep him and yeah like, exactly and he ended up being like a tomcat and he was all over the place. He he disappeared for like a day and come back, and then then he disappeared, and I never saw him again. I don't know what happened to him, but cats are cats are crazy. They're kind of like people. Every once in a while, you'll meet a good one. Dogs, I've, I mean, they're dogs are the what they're bad dogs is because of the owner. Cats just have their own mind made up. Oh yeah, they're they're evil. Yeah, are they good? Dogs are like the bomb. There's nothing yeah, better I agree than a dog. With yeah, I've had two, and I when I got Cherokee, I thought she was a minpin, and I did a DNA test. Oh no, she's a little bit minpin, mostly Chihuahuas. Like I didn't even notice she looks like a minpin. So, yeah. my previous dog Zoe was a minpin. I friend of mine let me adopt her, and I oh she's about five, and she died on me a couple years later. And the doctor was like, dude, I think she was like fifteen. <laughs> she was like, dude, yeah, that one hurt. I didn't expect that one. That one hurt. So yeah, we 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 did a rescue last year we adopted a rescue and we knew she had some cancer oh but and you know and I, she ended up going just i mean one day she's she's at the door barking at the yeah. delivery man and then right the away. next day she's gone and i mean it was just like that but you know and i and i don't really i mean i i'm not really a religious person but i think if there is a heaven there's have dogs a, up there we'll yeah. have dogs yeah, and oh, all yeah. the and all the Peter Chris Psycho Circus songs you can have when you walk up there <laughs> that y'all are wrong about. I just want to say that it's not that bad. It's not if, that bad. If I go to the other place, I'm sure I'm finally found my way. Will be greeting me at that at the at down there with me. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. either that or Vinnie Vincent Invasion. <laughs> Sorry, oh, that's another oh, story. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Maybe the first album and not all systems go. Okay. I'll give you that. Slaughter's and Slaughter's great. Yeah. Maybe I, that's all. all systems yeah. Go. Um, yeah. Let's talk about some, let's get to our current, current events before we get into the main event. 
last night. <laughs> Thank you, Will Smith. I know Dave Chappelle thanks you. Dave Chappelle performing at the Hollywood Bowl and gets attacked on stage. I mean, if you haven't seen the video or, you know, we, we got it on the final, on the, the final, on the fly Facebook group is it's up there. The guy just comes on stage and tries, he tries to do a WWE edge spear, or if you want to be Goldberg, but he's, it's just like Chappelle said after it, thank God he's clumsy because uh, yeah. he missed and Chappelle didn't go down. They both end up flopping all over the place. And, and I'm telling you what, if you've got a wish to get a beating of your life, go rush the stage while there's something going on like that. Go rush a, better yet, go rush a, a wrestling event because, uh, yeah, you, you're going to get the crap beat out of him. And if you saw the picture of this guy that I posted after that, yeah, he, and I guarantee you, uh, Wes Spragans, who's a member of the Facebook group, posted, he said, I guarantee you he will sue the security at that oh, place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Once, I, I, but here's I, the I, thing: once you step on that stage and do that, your rights are gone, dude. And especially when you're carrying a gun that, when you pull the trigger, a, a blade comes out like a knife. Yeah. This could have been. This could have been really bad. You know, Not just for Chappelle, but for the audience. If the yeah you know, stray bullets. I mean, I, I think you're being too kind about the edge run in. This is more like when the. Uh, Freebirds would attack the Von Erichs back in the day. The Von Erichs had no clue what was going on, and just from behind, just attack them. And it just it and it's kind of I I think this guy's about as smart as that guy that messed with Mike Tyson on a plane. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, and and yeah. and you seen it like when I think it was Triple H and Stone Cold were back in the day when they were fighting, and Stone Cold was kind of down, but this fan came after and was like attacking Stone Cold. I guess he was on Triple H side. Triple H like. Elbowed him and everything, push him out. DX used or uh, NWO used to do that. Yeah, I mean, it, it I, it's nothing new because if you read like Roddy Piper, like he had a memoir, he got stabbed, he got stabbed in the parking lot. Yeah, and a lot of those guys are safer now because they have security. But back in the day, I mean, we're just like this, that was this is on security, man. They sh they should have yeah, been how did that how that guy got that in. Yeah, I don't and, know. But they said it when this Will Smith thing happened that it's, it was kind of open. It was, I mean, I didn't think the Will Smith thing was that bad. He didn't say anything personally about her. Will what? Smith thought it was funny, and then he looked at his wife, and she yeah, pissed. it was like it, she, I mean, it was like she's Abner Devereaux and did the whole "I'm going to control you, Sam." Yeah, and it, it's like, and he went up there, and I guarantee you, he moves his career, and I guarantee you, and if you you'll hear about him being divorced if he stands up. For oh himself. yeah, he's got to hate her now. I mean, it was, it, it, this, this stopped, this started like, I mean, it's, it's like, it's almost when people see this and nothing gets like Will Smith got no punishment. At all. Oh, he got a 10 year ban, but they didn't take his Grammy away. This tells no. people out there, it's okay to do this. Yeah. And this is what you're probably going to see more of because people love the copycat. They called it, they called it when, you know, a lot of people called it when it happened that time, this is opening up a big can of worms. And the funny thing was, who was one of the earlier performers but Chris Rock? Chris Rock had performed earlier, and when he came, he came out. Because a lot of them came out to uh, see, you know, I guess they wanted to make sure he, Chappelle was okay. Chris Rock came out and got on the microphone and said, was that Will Smith? <laughs> so, yeah. But the thing <laughs> was, the big thing that I took away from the whole thing was what a consummate professional 
Dave Chappelle was. Oh, Dave Chappelle's great. Listen him, you listen to him after, after it happened, and he said, first thing he said when they got him backstage, because you could see the security got him around the corner, and you could finally, see it. finally, they didn't. Yeah, you could see it. After he ran around the stage. They got him, and you can see it. And Dave Chappelle said, "Got on the microphone. Hold on, I got to see this." And he yeah, wanted to see it. He got a few kicks in, I'm sure. Yeah, and that's uh, why you said he'll get sued because oh, he was yeah. detained. Oh, yeah, there'll be some lawyer out there that sees money. Like I guarantee you, the guy's got calls. Oh, Chappelle's worth yeah. a lot of money, and and honestly, Chappelle will probably have to settle. I mean, that's what our justice system has become. That's what I it's would come not to. surprise me at all. But you know, Chappelle was out there. He, he carried on the show talking it up and Jamie, he said i think jamie fox came out jamie he told jamie fox leave it to jamie fox the only one to come to the stage wearing a sheriff's hat and uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was good i mean thank god it, it did not it did not end yeah. like it could have because the it gun would have went off it could hit a stray bullet could have i mean got him and other people i mean it's but you know, know the thing was was it a real gun though that's what i don't want to say they said it was a gun that if you pull the trigger a blade came out like a knife. So it was a real gun or it wasn't? I don't, from what I gathered, it wasn't a real gun. Yeah. But why would you, wouldn't it be like the other way around? If you wanted to hide something, you'd, you'd make a knife look like a, a knife look like a gun or not there, a gun like a knife. But there's something in this country and this could be a whole new podcast and about stuff. And I'm not going to get political. Yeah. I'm not. There isn't, there is an issue in this country called mental illness. And you exactly. have, and I, and I think you even had Manomi Judd, another story about her. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We're gonna her talk about her daughters said that it was mental illness. I mean, it's coming out now. I believe it's suicide. Yeah. But I've known people that mental illness, you know, depression, and I've gone through it. And it's like, you know, people depression. quit taking their meds. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it can be controlled sometimes, but you never know what's going on in somebody's head. And this guy could be a, he could be yeah. having mental issues, you know, but, you know, you've got all these activists, you know, you look and I don't know. And I don't, I don't really, I keep up with who wins in the NBA, but I don't watch it. Yeah. But a lot of these games a couple of weeks ago, people were coming on the court. One woman tried to, or a guy tried to glue herself to the floor. <laughs> and then another one tried to chain herself to chain herself. Some, they showed a video actually when they were showing the Chappelle incident of a woman. Wow try she was getting she was gonna run on the court and i don't know how this security guard knew it but he it was like he was sitting a little ways right beside her but maybe about two rows over to the side of her and as soon as she i mean when she took off he was right there and he bam right there on the floor i don't know what he saw, it was like, I guess he was like Kevin Costner from the bodyguard. He had that <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, glad to see it didn't get as bad as it could have got because it could have been really bad. Uh, you know, we could have been talking about Dave Chappelle either being dead or in, in, in bad shape right now. If that guy got his knife, if the guy hadn't been clumsy, you know, he might have tackled Chappelle and got his knife out and, and stabbed him. Never know. Yeah. So I don't you never know. You never know what people are going through. I mean, it, no, you, know, you don't. Right? You really it's don't. Just... And I mean, that's that's one of the things. Just like with Naomi Judd. I mean, she was supposed to get inducted into the what the, the next night. The next night, and 
you know, if the, if what we're hearing is true, and this comes from a pretty credible source with her daughters, that she she took her own life. You know, man, mm -hmm. what could you had to be going through something mighty bad to uh, to do that and get well, ready to go tour too. Well, if you read if you saw that interview she did, I think it was Robin Roberts a few years ago. She was talking about after the she got that hepatitis. She got hepatitis yeah. real bad in the nineties. That's what ended the Judds. And she said she didn't come out of her house for 10 years. She didn't take, she didn't take hygiene, I guess, no baths. Oh, and wow. she just didn't take care of herself because I mean, it, it, the mind is the most powerful object in your body because it controls everything. Oh yeah. And it's just, when you can't escape that, I mean, a lot of people, you know, we've seen it in music before and, you know, real life people take their own lives. You've seen psychiatrists do that. People that deal with this every day. I mean, you never know what, you know, and I'm not one to judge like, you know, and sometimes drug overdoses, I think, are like that, too, because people want to numb the pain and they accidentally overdose. They didn't mean to kill themselves. Oh, yeah. I mean, the mind is I mean, it's a terrible they say the mind is a terrible thing to waste. But you can't escape your own mind, man. It's just I mean, that's that's what I saw with her. It's like, was it sudden? I mean, I mean, it's it's and that's she true. had everything she was. They were about I mean, they were very successful and people still get depressed. Well, I mean, and, and you look at some of the ones that have took their own life, you know, it's got to be something is really, and I've looked at, I, I've thought about something just in your head must snap to where every, every sense of reality is gone. Yeah. Every sense of like having, um, thinking about other people is gone yeah. because the thing that, that gets me about it and Lord forbid, I hope I never had to deal with it. I hope I never do it. But when you do that, when you commit suicide, and I know you're, you can't be in, in a good way of thinking, but you got to realize somebody that cares about you a lot, more than likely, is going to find you like that. And when that happens, that person will never get that out of their head the rest of their lives. Yeah, and I I recently had a friend of mine from high school. I didn't really talk too much, but um, he was a. And our reunion came up this year. Our, our I think our is it 30th anniversary. 1991 was what 30 years ago last year. Yeah, 91. And he um, had some issues, and I was talking to a friend of mine about that. And I go, yeah, I think about the person's got to find them and stuff. And he and he kind of mentioned something that I never thought of. He goes, yeah, but you got to think about these people. They're not thinking that way. They're, no. thinking, they're thinking maybe maybe life will be better. Their lives will be better without me. And I had exactly. never thought of it that way. Because there's that, I mean, we both like that country artist, Gary Allen. He's got that song called Life is Only Beautiful. I mean, he found her. And it, I mean, he, and, and I don't think he's ever been the same. I mean, he's had, I mean, when he first started, he was putting out, I mean, yeah, he raised her kids. But she did that. Um, she did that, and, and that's what kind of man he is to do that. That he knew the kids had to be sheltered from that. I think he took a few years off to raise them. And it's just like I, I'll get you about that, but I think it's too is like they don't. They're not in that right mind where they that's think, "Oh, thing. this can hurt somebody." Something up here snaps where yeah. you're not thinking. You're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking about anything but. All right, I got to do this, and I mean, it's I can't imagine. You know, and I, I mean, I hope I know, like I said, I hope I never had to deal with it, but I can't imagine getting to a point where I'm not thinking about, you know, 
all right, yeah. this is what, like my daughter or my wife or my parents finding me or something like that. But, um, you know, terrible, terrible situation with uh, Naomi Judd. Um, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I went on a little rant on Twitter earlier this week or Facebook, too. Um, and it's nothing new. It's nothing we haven't that hasn't been talked about over the years. Uh, but we did get we did get some worthy people that were inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Judas Priest finally makes it in. Uh, Pat Benatar, way overdue. That should have been first before a lot of them that are in there now. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Duran Duran, which, you know, okay, okay. Duran Duran's uh, good, man. I like Carl, Duran you know, I, like I mean, Duran. I'm talking about – here's the thing. If you're going to do and, – and we'll get to this. You've got the Eurythmics and Carly Simon, Eminem, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Dolly Parton, and Lionel Richie. And then you got Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis that get in. Uh, who are those guys? I have no idea who those guys are. Are they the ones that Jimmy work with Jam Janet Jackson? Terry Lewis? Janet Jackson? Yeah, they're the ones okay. that, that they're, they're like the songwriting team for Janet Jackson okay. when she hit it big. They wrote some good um, songs. Yeah, they did a great <laughs> job. But here's the thing. What what is it? What what genre of music is Eminem famous for? Hip hop. He's the he's the biggest hip hop artist there is. Right. What what genre of music is Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis writing music for Janet Jackson for? R and B. Okay. Here's my thing. If you want to put these people in, do not call it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Call it the Music Hall of Fame. Because let me ask you this. Let me let me tell. Let's say we have a rap Hall of Fame, and Kiss. You're gonna put Paul Stanley in there because of uh, <laughs> yeah. All Hell's Breaking Loose, dude. Exactly, but, uh, All Hell's yes. Breaking Loose is getting him in by himself. Uh, but yeah, and Kiss is on the the. Uh, uh, they're they're one of the nominees. You say they get in? I I look at it a little different than you do, and I know you may disagree with me on this, but it's. It's it's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It, like, I agree with you. It should be the Music Hall of Fame. Right. But do you think as much money as the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame name makes, they're never going to change that? Oh, no. I know they're not. And I think they need to push a better directive of saying this is all things rock and roll. Like, you know, kind of like my the Facebook page, all things rock, hard rock and yeah. heavy metal. Plug, plug. Plug. But they should, they should do better about saying, and I think they did that with Dolly Parton this year. Because she said, said it, I go, I'm turning this down they, because of I'm not rock and roll. But, but, but she changed her mind, which I think is great. Because I think, I mean, honestly, there's not many hard, rock and acts that aren't alive any around anymore that should get in besides Iron Maiden and Motley Crue, maybe. I mean, Motley they, Crue, Motley Crue, even Nikki Six said, we'll never get no, in. No, that's wrong. No, they'll get in. When you have people like, uh, a uh, guy from uh, Audio Slave, I forget his name right now. The inducted Kiss. No, as long as there's people like him, they will they will get in. And so you, you know why they you know why they're going to get in because they're running out of big name marquees. Oh, I mean yeah. that's why they I put mean, in they, Def Leppard last year. That's all Bon Jovi. That's all they think about is a way to get. It's okay, a business, bro. Name? It's a business. 
it's a, just, it's, it's a business think, and they're not going to change the name. It would be like, it would be like a band changing their name. Like that's why you don't think Motley Crue changed their name to, you know what they, Oh, they should have gone on a different name. No, it carried that Motley Crue name. And that's probably why it sold the albums. It did that helped. They're not going to change rock and roll hall of fame. And I think this year they got it right. Cause they seemed like had more inductees this time that encompassed. I, I mean, a thing, a rock and roll. I mean, you look at Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone was a rock magazine when it first started oh. out. It's it's not a rock <laughs> magazine anymore. And these are the same people that run the rock hall. Back in the eighties, Rolling Stone was a magazine. You know, was a great magazine. I had a subscription to it. Now it's oh, well, it's I not mean, the music you. It's not the music you listen to. I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's more of a political rag than anything. Exactly. I don't want to hear. Rolling Stone, I don't want to hear politics. That's Newsweek. That's Time, if they still exist. Yeah. I don't even know if they still exist. But Rolling Stone, you're supposed to be about music. You know, yeah. Forget but the they, freaking politics. But they know music doesn't sell, and they know politics does. So they're, they're a business trying to and – and I'm not defending them. I'm just saying yeah, – I know. I know. you got to sometimes survive to make it, and that's why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame name carries a lot of weight, and it won't ever be called you know, the Music Hall of Fame, which I think it should. But back in the day when they made it the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, rock was the primary, primary uh, source. And it like just well, metamorphoses and everything else. But they're running out of artists to put in there. I mean, yeah. there's not yeah. many rock bands that I think that, I mean, rock band. I mean, we all know that rock band doesn't rock doesn't sell like it used to. This is survival mode for them. This is a Dolly Parton move. So I'm fine with it. I don't respect the hall anyway. And I don't oh, respect yeah, Rolling don't. Stone because I never had Kiss on before <laughs> it was they, they won. I mean... Can you imagine the Asylum era kiss on Rolling Stone? That would have sold a billion copies, dude. With the hairy chest yeah. and the and the Phyllis Diller look or B. Arthur look at Gene. <laughs> I mean, that would have just went through the charts, dude. You know, uh, I, when I did my little rant, one of the comments up there was uh, Tony Masalem, the, the lead guitar player for Restrained, which is an awesome group. If you haven't checked them out, you need to check them out. They're, yes. they're really good. Uh, but he he brought up a good point about Paul. Uh, before they got in the Hall of Fame, Paul just trashed the Hall of Fame. And ever since then, it's like, you're looking at a Hall of Fame group here. We're Hall of Famers. And he was like, they well, should I have think, turned think, it down. No, I think Paul did a great job on stage to, to say that. And, of course, I'm Mr. Paul's my guy. So I, I, I agree with you. Piece of his carpet, did you? <laughs> No, if you've seen LP Sterlino's post, I mean, that's one thing I'm really not going to buy. Um, <laughs> no, I I, I got to defend Paul on this one because I think that he buckled up, and it is still a shame that, you know, the tambourine player for the Grateful Dead is in, but Bruce Kulick isn't. That's an outrage. God, that, that That's the biggest freaking ripoff right yeah. there. But but I, you know, what's got me about Kiss, and, and I, and I kind of was like, I, I see your point there because I remember they were on tour – was that when they were on tour with Def Leppard back then? I think it was right before the Def Leppard tour. Yeah, I think I it was Def so, Leppard yeah. 2015. Yeah. I saw that tour and I, I remember just Paul and, and Gene will take anything he gets attention. And that's why I love Gene. It's like, hey, no publicity is bad publicity. You know, that's why I'll rag on Prince and everybody will start looking. Um, but when they saw that and it said Def Leppard and Rock and Roll Hall of Famers kiss, I'm like, oh. You're like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You're using you're using each other exactly. because that name carries weight. But Paul, when he was on stage, was brutal. I mean, he 
but I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think they maybe should have turned it down. Not so much because I think they should have turned it down because it was just the four originals. I think the four, but I mean, it was unfair. And I think I they would have won. I think they would have won that because I think the public opinion would have been on Kiss's side. Oh yeah. And then they could have all played together. If I mean, time, I really think they would have played together if they were all in, I could see them all jamming. I mean, people talk, people can talk what they want to. Tommy is the, is the longest tenured guitar player in Kiss, but Bruce was at the yes. time, maybe at the time he was the longest tenured, but you know, Bruce played longer than Ace. Bruce had, and I'm like you, I'm a fan of almost everything Kiss has done. Yes. I mean, the, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, uh, maybe so, not so much Monster, uh, Sonic Boom. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, you know, I Bruce has you. been like yes. such an ambassador for Kiss. You know, he took the reunion tour like a man. And I mean, he could have been, he could have been one of these guys, him and Eric both, him and Eric single yeah. both. They could have been one of these, like they could have come out and just bashed them and said, what oh, kind yeah. of crap is this? You know, here, I mean, I know they would probably get paid something for you, but. And you don't, you know, and you don't think Gene and Paul approached Bruce before Tommy to be back in the band, but, but I, you know, I, 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 I think they did. I think they they probably did, but they did it with I, Eric. But Bruce, yes, Bruce, yes, and, Bruce and is own nothing man. to get nothing against Eric. Yeah, but Bruce is like you know I'm not going to put somebody else's makeup on and yeah. and have he doesn't that. have to be he doesn't have to you know I've I'm got the, my yeah. own I was yeah. I was in there longer than him. He's the dog of the band, remember? Yep, the dog makeup. Yep. He would have dog makeup on, and you know I don't know if we could have had a dog. Uh, Bruce is Bruce, yeah. Bruce is is my favorite Kiss guitarist of all time because you know that I came into the game later, and I know who yours is. What we talking yeah, about him yeah, today? We'll talk about him a little bit. And but. I, but you know, you you see everybody. Everybody likes Bruce. You've never heard anybody talk I mean, besides his brother. Hopefully, they made up before he died. I hope so. But I mean, it's I mean, everybody loves Bruce. I mean, God, Bruce. I mean, Bruce, I mean, what can? How can you say something bad about Bruce? I mean, my God, he's 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 heading he's he, okay. He's heading uh, Grand Funk Railroad without the rain, dude, right? And I, I, mean, I like American Band and stuff like that, but I want to go see Bruce. I want to go see that because of Bruce. I know it's the yeah, I, band that would, yeah. I'm not a big Grand Funk Railroad fan, but I they would got go some good songs. Because of Bruce, I mean, but you know. I just don't see how you can say anything bad about Bruce. No, and nobody has. I don't even think Peter. I don't, I don't remember anybody <laughs> saying anybody except his brother criticizing him. I don't even think Peter. I think Peter had some nicest things about him. I mean, Eric, I mean, he's like next to Eric Carr. I mean, you yeah. kind of you kind of think of that band, and that's probably what Gene and Paul liked that lineup that so line much because there's no drama. That lineup right there with underrated with, uh, Bruce, Eric Carr, and Gene and Paul. You know, other than the originals, that's probably one of probably my second favorite lineup right there i mean see just, I, I, it's a great lineup i agree with you but i put the singer era because it wasn't that long in that same lineup <laughs> to me that's that's me but and i put that next to the original the when the first three albums because kiss before they broke there was something special about a band about to break i mean destroyer and rock and roll and love gun are great but there's something special about a band like that's hungry i mean that 
I saw that kind of fight, in, and I know that the 80s get a lot of thing, but Kiss was, I mean, they were fighting. They were putting out songs and stuff. They yeah. were trying to survive, too. It's kind of the same, well, Paul was, you know. So I, I kind of linked those Gene two was together. Playing, Gene was playing transsexuals. Gene has a great, Gene has some great Too young to die. That was a horrible movie. John, John, John Stamos, Stamos. John Stamos. And God Vanity. 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 Vanity, yes. Vanity. I mean, I remember yeah. what renting that on VHS and watching it. <laughs> Blockbuster. Like, <clears throat> no, it wasn't a Blockbuster. It was a, it was one of those mom and pop video places that we had nearby. I was like, okay, it's got Gene Simmons in it. We'll give it a try. I liked him in, I liked him in, uh, I know we're getting off trick or treat. I thought that was pretty cool. Him playing that DJ. You know, and Ozzy, and Ozzy being the minister, Ozzy, I mean, that was yeah. rich. That and was rich. We have an update on yes. Ozzy's condition. Yes. Ozzy is doing a lot better. There was a video of him FaceTiming his dogs. So he, he we were just he talking about dogs. Yeah. He's, he seems to be doing a lot better. So thank God for that. Yeah. You know, that is that. a miracle man. No, I'm just kidding. Miracle man. <laughs> he, He's like a shot in the dark, I guess. Well, that out. <laughs> well, it would be the ultimate sin if he passed. Uh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> we can go on it, and go on. It would put people on a crazy train, I guess. That's true. But just keep that sweet leaf medication going on. You'll be great. He's an Iron Man. I'll put. Yeah, it he is. Yeah. I, I will let you win on that one because that is the best. That is the best one. All right. So let's get an update on our Rod Stewart bracket challenge and we're at, we're at the elite eight now let me bring up my, my go then all right so let's go with the results here stay with me versus downtown train uh-huh. and man don't, don't tell me don't tell me downtown train lost yes and yeah. it lost bad 66 percent of the vote goes to stay with me I didn't pay those burner phone accounts. Yeah, so that's you should have. You should have paid Sonny Pooney. Downtown train is downtown. I mean, that's just that's injustice. I mean, it should have been closer. Yeah. Then we got Maggie May versus Young Turks, yeah. and another blowout. Maggie May. Maggie May with seventy six percent of the vote. I'm fine with that one. Yeah. All right, then we have You're In My Heart versus Do You Think I'm Sexy? Another blowout? No. This is probably the closest matchup of the night. Those are both good songs. You're In My Heart with 52% of the vote moves on. Really? Yes. Okay, that makes up for the first downtown train loss. That <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's a good one. I, I like that. Dude. I like that. All right. Forever Young versus Lost in You. Mm, I, forever Young. I, I know it had to win. Lost that in You is great. Wild. That was probably one of the most lopsided ones of the night. 77% of the vote goes to Forever Young. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. First Cut is the Deepest versus My Heart Can't Tell You No. I would I would say First Cut is the Deepest because it's historical. 71% of the vote goes to First Cut is the Deepest. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed with that. Infatuation versus every picture tells a story. Infatuation had to win. Yeah, sixty-two percent of the vote there. Every picture Hot tells legs. a story. Every picture tells a story. It's not a real known song. Well I think. Known. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was a single, but I believe, but I, yeah. Hot legs versus reason to believe. 
I would gotta say hot legs because this was kind of close. He got fifty eight percent of the vote for hot legs. So. Yeah, that's so just tonight, a great jam. Tonight's the night versus you wear it well. Tonight's the night. Yeah, that got sixty five percent of the vote. So our elite eight matchups. Tonight's the night versus hot legs. Hot legs. All right, I think hot legs are probably. Oh no, no, no! Hold on, no, no! Ho, 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 ho! I think tonight's the night's got that. I got to go with. I got to go with my guy. You got to go man. with the. You got to go with the song that got your mom mad. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. What's this thing yeah, about angels and spreading their wings? What the hell? Yeah, you can listen. You Here. can listen to it about putting a hand in your pocket. Grab onto yeah. my rocket. Here, listen to this cut. Rocket ride. Yeah, that that sounds like a good Christian song. <laughs> Infatuation mm -hmm. versus the first cut of the deepest. Infatuation for me. Yeah, I, I think infatuation song. gets that. On to the other brass, other side. Forever young versus you're in my heart. You're in my heart. Oh, I think forever young might take that. I think forever young will win, but you're in my heart's my pick. Maggie May versus Stay with Me. Stay with me. I love I Stay with Maggie me. Maggie Mays will take it. I think you're right too, but Stay. But Stay With Me is in a lot of songs, kind of like Do You Hear Me Knocking by the Stones. That's just the classic guitar riff. And I mean, I don't know. Stay I mean, Maggie May for me is just so overplayed. It's, you know, probably yeah, why it a lot is. Of, it, it, I mean, there's a lot of fatigue yeah. with that, but uh, I still think it's going to, it's going to win. Oh, it will. It'll probably win because so, my, of course, my number one died a long time ago. So what do I know? <laughs> yeah, it's your fault about the ZZ Top stuff too, but yeah. yeah. If he hey, didn't, hey, and that's like I said, the only right list is your own. Is your own, and that's you what know, we said. That's what we. I'm stages from day and stages one. deserves the number one and number two positions that we gave them. I don't care what anybody says. Not sure about from Pearl day Memphis. one we, when we I started doing top one. ten so. list. Yeah, from day one when I started doing top ten lists, I said you can criticize it all you want to, but mm -hmm. this is our top ten list. And, you know, that's who we like. I mean, yeah. this top 10 list with H. Freely, I may get crucified for some of the picks over here. I, but, uh, I think you're going to do better than me, brother, because you're an Ace fan from the start. I became an Ace fan around the time I – I mean, I, I was more into Kiss, you know, Asylum before I knew really who Ace Freely was. I mean, I knew who he was, but I'll give you my reasons for pick, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that in just a second. Before we get into the main event, you know, I've talked. You've talked about how bigger fan you are than Black Crows. Uh, Black Crows released an EP this week, 1972, and should be good because it's all songs from the year Warden was born. So you know, and happy if you haven't seen it was his birthday last week. He's turned the big five zero. He's like a cop now. No, I'm like a David oh, Robinson. Right, when, I'm, I'm David Robinson when. Uh, Avery Johnson used to play with us. I play with the big 5-0, David 5-0. Avery Johnson. Avery Johnson. And the great David Robinson. Yeah, he was great. I remember when he played at Navy because, believe it or not, uh, where I live, East Carolina is close by in Greenville, North Carolina. It's about an hour, maybe an hour away. Navy was in their conference in basketball. And so he came to Greenville, you know, once a year when, and everybody was like, David Robinson's coming. So, yeah. Yeah. He's just like Roger Stahlbuck. He finished his commitment to the Navy. Yeah. And he probably could have had more years, but I mean, it's, I mean, when Roger retired, he was done. Same with David. 
David won that last ring and he was done and he walked yeah. And that's what Tim Duncan should have done, but that's another Spurs rally. But Tim Duncan is like, you know, even though he went to Wake Forest, and I'm a Carolina fan, basketball <laughs> fan. Is that a big rivalry? I don't. I'm not. No, familiar. it's not a big rivalry, but he gave us some battles, and you know, a lot of times he was on the winning end of it. But I could not dislike him because he was such he was such a great player. And, and you could talk smack it, to him and he wouldn't blink an eye. He did it right. Exactly. He did it the right way. It's like Barry Sanders when he played for Detroit. Barry Sanders scored a touchdown and you didn't see all the dance and stuff. You know, in each his own. If you like the dance and stuff, that's yeah. fine. But Barry Sanders gave the ball to the referee, walked off like he'd been there before. Uh, but yeah, Tim Duncan, I'll tell you this I dislike Duke a lot. Duke basketball, I dislike a lot. But one of my favorite players, is Grant Hill. Grant Hill, when he played at Duke, incredible. And, I mean, when he played, went to the NBA, he started off and he was having an incredible career and injuries kind of slowed him down. But, yeah, he Grant Hill is, is one of my speaking, favorite players. Speaking of Grant Hill, I don't think you realize how close Tim Duncan was to going to Orlando. You know why he didn't go to Orlando? Why? Because they had a – Doc Rivers was a former Spur, was a coach of them. They had Grant Hill already, and they were – recruiting david robinson and this town just freaked the f out and they had hebs our local company they, our local grocery store they had these big freaking stay tim stay i mean we're go spurs go stay tim stay and they were on and they were on the they were on the plane the jet plane to go to orlando and david rob uh, tim duncan says hey i want my wife to come on the plane and he was told by doc rivers says no it's just it's for players only Wow. That was a big. That's that's what a book said about it, but it also didn't hurt that they, they they called David Robinson out of his Hawaii vacation to talk to him, and of course you got Coach Pop, but he came pretty damn close to leaving the San Antonio, and San Antonio wouldn't have had another ring without him. I mean, it that would have looked. You know, there there's there's people that went to different teams that just didn't look right in different jerseys. Yeah, that would have been one of them. Yeah, he he opened up about it about how he. Almost left, but I mean, it's, I mean, then they, then they, with Robinson, then they got Ginobili and Parker, which are one of the, I mean, it's Spurs were, and, and I know people, oh, they, they aren't what they used to be, but man, they gave us a hell of a run. And if there's anybody under, on the, under, uh, who's the guy for the Lakers, Coach Phil, it's Pop. Popovich. Yep. That guy, oh. <laughs> he's out there sometimes, but man. I love Pop. I love, long, I love Pop. Longevity that he's got. Good Lord. And everybody loves him too. It's like it's like these players want to play for him. So I heard today Stephen A. Smith saying that they need the Lakers need to trade LeBron. Well, hey, come join the Spurs. I mean, he never will. No. But come join the Spurs, man, and win another no. ring. I know it won't happen. Don't no. I don't. I, if I'm a Spurs fan, I don't want that to happen. Because no, you're talking to you're talking to somebody that detested To before he played for the Cowboys, and you're talking to somebody that detested Robert Ory before he played for the Spurs. <laughs> So those teams both aren't good. So I'll take anybody. I mean, I if, if LeBron can help, I mean, he's not going to be like Aaron Rodgers. He's older. He may just, you know, he's killing the team by wanting more money. I, you know, does LeBron go to Cleveland and play with his son? Who knows? You might, you might have two good years with LeBron, but after that, he's going to drain you of all your draft picks, all nice. your money. Well, look what he did Lakers. Be... I mean, he ran Magic Johnson off. My God, who does that? 
Magic freaking Johnson. I mean, Johnson told them, don't do it for those players. And they did. And look where they're at. I mean, I would trust a, a Laker that's been there for his life, not a, uh, you know, a new quote unquote. Yeah, they got that ring. But I mean, I, I think that has a lot yeah. to do with, you know, like still. I mean, yeah. It's 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 catching up on him. You look at everywhere he's been to. You look at the Heat, and they're they're finally getting back straight now, and they're number one seed. But, but that they got a great coach and a great, and they got Pat Riley. So that that well, they got Spolstra now. But no, that's what know, I mean, the coach Pat yeah. Riley. Yeah, are you watching the Lakers thing? Uh, winning time on HBO Max. You know, I haven't, but I hear Jerry West talking about it, saying how wrong it is. So there's got to be some truth to it. <laughs> If it's wrong, though, it's still entertaining as hell. Though. I mean, yeah, I, I kind of switch out between my. I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching Vikings right now, so I got Hulu. So I'll switch next month when that's done. Like I, I do that. I don't subscribe all the time. It's like, hey, yeah. You know. So, next thing up before we get to main event, my album challenge week. Let's talk about some of these albums that I went through this week. I got into the Beatles a little bit this week. The Beatles Help, which wasn't bad. Quite, okay, okay, okay. Stop the clock. You don't like you don't you're not familiar with the Beatles? Not as much as I should be. Really? I yeah. I, I thought you would. I I'm a big Beatles fanatic. So yeah. So I listened to the that was the first Beatles album that's come up on the challenge right there. It was help. Then then I tried a little bit of ghost. I don't know if you've ever tried Ghost before, but yeah. I sent you that link about that. Yeah, thing. you did. You did just right. That, their image totally doesn't match their sound. <laughs> I mean, it's I I, I kind of like it. I think it's I don't mind it. It's not bad, but you know, I was going into it thinking, yeah, it's good. This is going to sound different than what I heard. And I uh, thought it would be more like Maiden, but it's more yeah, like, but it's, it's not like kind of sounds like Bon Jovi, <laughs> little pop Bon Jovi ish. It's kind of like a heavier Lincoln Park. That guy sounds. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Then I did Eddie Vedder's uh, solo album Earthling. How's that? Was, it was okay. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't. And I went to it. I went into it not thinking about the Motley Crue situation. So I was. I was hit a level head. Oh, both those guys band, got ton of sub, sub, uh, Both those got ton of publicity. That's what they both. Yeah, and of course, exactly. Nikki Six ate that up. Like, hey, oh, our yeah. George coming up. Let's get the. You know. Then I went to an old band I have never really listened to before, but I saw a documentary a while back on them and it was kind of, you know, it was okay, but it had never, I didn't have to listen to them. You remember a band called big star? No. Yeah. They, and I wouldn't have known if I hadn't seen that documentary one late night on, I think it was on Showtime or something, but they actually are the you original Showtime after hours after dark. Is that what you, it's how you found no, it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you going there <laughs> you're not a teenager anymore steve you know. <laughs> if you're i was an adult teenager, you can buy in the daytime <laughs> if i was a teenager it would just be the wavy lines up there yeah. oh i saw something but they actually and i was surprised if you're a fan of the uh that 70s show they actually were the originators of the theme song for the 70s show it was it wasn't was a cheap trick. trick these guys did it before big star is that what they're called big star are they it's on Amazon? In the street, because because I when I was listening to it, I, I was like, wait a minute, I was waiting for Toe for Grace to come out, and uh, no, I'll, I'd be waiting for Donna. Oh, good lord! Ooh. I like a woman um, taller than me that can put me on her shoulder and take me back to the cave. I don't care if she. I've I've dated a, a taller girls before. <laughs> um, 
and it's not many that are shorter than me to, to tell you the truth. Look, let me tell you this. This is funny. This is funny. And I'm going to throw a shout out to my buddy, Greg Acre, who uh, has been on some of the wrestling shows with me before. Uh, I told you Saturday night, I went film a wrestling event nearby. But when I got there before the show, Greg has never seen me before outside of here. Oh, wow. So kind of like <laughs> me, just like me. Yeah, exactly. So when he when I when I got there and I was talking to somebody else that he knew and he come up to me, he was like, I was like, what's up? And I shook his hand. He's like, you're a lot smaller in person. And I was like, well, that's the exact opposite of what it's supposed to. You know, I get well, you know, the camera puts 10 pounds on you. 15, so yeah. I guess the camera put 10 feet on me, too. And I was like, it's trick photography, but I, I do it. Try to make myself look look taller. But yeah, it was you were those you really like. My seven inch leather heels. You, you really do that? like do you, do my... that? Yeah. I wore the, the That's why you're a Kiss fan. I all make sense now. Yeah, okay. Yep. The leather heels. Yeah. So next, Kiss off the soundboard, Virginia Beach. Garage band. <laughs> which, That's which what I, they sounded like. Which I don't I understand. Mean, I, I sent you that link for the show I saw here in San Antonio. That's the same tour, and it's and it's it's it's, it's they sound great on that. It's Have the mix you listened wrong. to the one from Virginia Beach? Though? No, I, 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 I've received it. I've seen enough warning, so I, I, yeah. I, I'm not a glutton for punishment. Yeah, don't waste your, don't waste your time. Then the new Miranda Lambert album, Country. We're going a little country here. Palomino, which if you like Miranda Lambert, she does not let you down on this album. She does a lot of great songs on this album. Uh, yeah, I, I rank them from one to five, and I've got a lot of threes up here. Can I but, say yeah. something about Miranda Lambert? She scares the hell out of me. Like, that's the kind of chick you piss off, and you ain't gonna ain't hear from you again. You're gonna be in the bottom of a river. I mean, that like some of her songs are that way. I'm like, yeah, I'm oh, not yeah. gonna mess with this chick. But so, then I did Joan Jett and Blackheart's new album, the acoustic album, Change Up. How's that? Twenty five. How's her voice? Twenty five songs. Twenty five songs. Yes, and she does like all her greatest. Well, not she doesn't do I, I love rock and roll or I hate myself for loving you because that'd probably be hard to do acoustic. How how is she sound now? I mean, I'm curious. You can tell you can tell she sounds all right. I'll put it that way. But she'll probably be the best singer on that tour with yeah. Poison and Def Leppard and Motley Crew. <laughs> <laughs> she probably yeah. anyway, she's probably a lot younger than oh no, she may not. Oh, I don't know if she's younger. She does she does a lot of her you know uh Cherry Bomb was interesting, acoustic. Uh, and then she did the end, the last song of the album was Light of Day, which is one of my favorite. You know, I love movie with Michael J. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, with Michael J. Fox. And I, I, then I did Black Label Society's new one. I like that song. Black Label Society was, uh, what was the name of that album? Doom Crew Incorporated, which wasn't a bad album. You know, it's, it's it's Black Label Society. I mean, if you like them, you'll like this album. And, and I started. I haven't finished with Brian Adams' new one. And then I went Keith Whitley. Don't close your eyes. So that's not a new one. That's a classic. That's that's something yes. that we should like be still Keith getting Whitley music from. Keith Whitley. Did, I I've been we doing will be of, doing a lot. I've been kind yeah, of doing the same thing. But ready. Been, Go ahead. I'm. I keep interrupting you. That's okay. It's your show. 
It's like, hey, you're the warden of the asylum, yeah. though. You're out of order. You're out of order. No, um, you're out of order. The um, uh, the Keith Willie. We'll, we'll be doing a lot more go country again. music to come, guys. Uh, I've actually, I don't even think I've told Warden this, but I've got. <clears throat> we got a guest. We're gonna have a guest next month that is uh, near and dear to my heart because he's he's a friend of mine and he does. He, he's he's been to Nashville. He's wrote songs. He actually helped me with a big old present for my wife. He helped oh, cool. me with, with that song I wrote. If you guys haven't oh, seen it. Nice. Yeah. So he was the one singing it and playing on it. So he's, he's agreed to come on next month. That's cool. Uh, I just got to let him know when, and he's, we're going to talk a little bit to him. This is the guy I played football against in school. He was my bitter enemy. And then he write and then he helps me with a 20th anniversary gift for my wife. So, Yeah. <laughs> You just have a way of reaching out to people because you, I mean, your 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 co-host is a Dallas Cowboy fan, and you know you're a Steeler fan, you know, and you know, so hey, you're just a forgiving Sorry, soul, dude. brother. You're just a forgiving soul. I'm get I'm getting popularity points on Twitter too for being a Steeler fan, and you're getting thrilled oh, for being the Cowboy fan. I you just wait till they, you just Instagram. wait. You just wait till the Cowboys. Oh, I saw that. You just wait till the Cowboys win, which won't be in my lifetime. Again, things will change. It's like Beck. Think, things are going to change, loser. I, I, I feel it, but I've been saying that. Since I'm glad you said. I'm glad you said, which won't be in your lifetime, uh, because we won't. We will probably be hey, somewhere. You'll our be buddy, sitting. our buddy Sonny Pooney is a cowboy fan. I know, in California, I, so that tells you that they are. And definitely, that's because team. that's because a lot of people think it's it's just the cool thing to do to pull for the Cowboys. Well, a lot of people are mistaken because it's painful as I mean, hell. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's it, no. Look at the track Cowboy. record. No, I know, but we still the biggest franchise out there. So that's what I'm saying. People fall in love with that because Jerry puts it on everything. I mean, he's like the kiss yeah, of the NFL. Exactly. I'm surprised Do they I don't see, have Dallas uh, Cowboy coffins yet. Exactly. They they have them, dude. They do. I don't know. I'm just. No, they probably, I wouldn't doubt it. Somebody's but, probably been buried. In I don't know. I think. I think Jerry Jones could probably learn a star right there. Just like Jerry your seasons. Jones, Jerry Jones could probably learn a thing too from Gene. <laughs> like I, they were talking about talk, that. I, I think they talk. Well, that interview right. they were talking about about how everything goes through him. Yeah. There's a reason why everything goes through Paul because they would have you would have like kiss tampons like he said well, in the extreme close. Well, you heard that on that uh, Tom Zeus when they did the interview he did with the. Uh, radio chick yeah about how paul said she asked about stuff that they had turned down he he was talking about things that i like things that yeah. i thought would be good it wasn't things that we it was i well there's no i in team you know that there's no there's an i there's in an kiss. i in kiss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh speaking of kiss good segue to our main event like it was that hard <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was I was just looking for something. Anyway, I mean, I, I'm di I'm dying for this. I cannot wait. I think how it's going to play out. You're the you're the original lineup guy. I'm from the '80s, so I think our lists are going to be quite different. And they I, I have be. a feeling I have a feeling that I am going to be my butt's going to get kicked again like ZZ Top. So <laughs> I just you know, a lot of people were like saying we're blaming you for the ZZ Top list. That was my songs, no, people. I'll take it. And that I mean, was Stevie's I, I, ranking my songs like we did on Daughtry. So blame me for stages, yeah. but like I said, every list that is right well, is your list. I can understand what you're saying about LaGrange because that does get played a lot. Yeah. 
Uh, the other, like TV dinners, I've never listened to that song before. Uh, Pearl Necklace, I've heard. I remember hearing that. Um, but tonight we're doing the, you know, it's it 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 may be about Star, all about Star Wars today, but we're not going to Alderaan. We're not going to Kashyyyk. We're not going to Tatooine. We're going to Jindale. And we're going to talk about the top 10 Ace Freely songs. And we're, we didn't hold back. I, I watched some of the, uh, some of the stuff on YouTube about people doing their top. One guy did their top 20 Ace songs and he didn't include anything from the solo album or anything from Kiss, the Kiss albums. Cause he said, if he did the solo albums, then everything would be up there, which I don't agree with there. I mean, there's, there's some, Ace has got a great solo album that he did in 78, but there's some humdinger songs up there and Snowblind, uh, yeah, Ozone. But uh, yeah, they didn't make my list. You can go, I can go ahead and tell you that. But I, you're, 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 you're killing me, Smalls. No, I'm just kidding. You're killing me, Smalls. Well, I could go ahead and tell you if Ozone made my list, then I would probably have to. What what is it, what movie was meant from? If Ozone well, made my list, I probably have to beat my own gonna, ass. You're gonna hate my number one, Hide Your Heart. So I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm in it now. Oh my Hide your gosh! Heart. <laughs> no, and you know, here's the thing: now, when I got to the Freely's comment stuff, I did not, I did not use any of the Freely's comment songs that Ace didn't sing on. I mean, some people do it because if I did. We could we could do another top ten freely's comments. Same here, same here. I did the same. Yeah. Anyway, right, we'll we'll do that in a later episode with freely's comment because I'm a big fan of, of Todd Todd, Howard. Todd Howard. You had him on the show before, right? Yeah, Todd Howard came on the show, and it you know every once in a while we talk back and forth. He's actually he's actually redoing some of these songs uh, and getting ready to put out a CD. Let me ask you a question about. Up. Let me ask you a question about Todd when he was in the band. I, I, I knew Ace was in there, but I know he had the other guy. Was Todd, did he ever play any leads in songs? That he, did he play leads in songs he sang? I don't know, but it seems like he did. Cause I can't say that for a fact, but it seems like he did. One of my favorite Ace Freely songs, or I guess Freely's Comet songs that Ace didn't sing was Calling to You. Yeah. I love that solo. That was like my favorite ace solo, but, but it sounded like looked, an ace solo. I I'm not a musician. I it sounded great, and I was like, oh, this is ace, you know, in the '80s and stuff. But he may. I mean, I just thought about that just now. It's like maybe he didn't play on that because that was going to be some of my honorable mentions. Like, I like this I'll, song because of the solo. You know, I'll put it to you this way: Ace will I'm tell not, you did it, but nobody, nobody else. I I I didn't. I'm not saying I heard this from Todd Howarth. I've heard it from a lot of it. Ace was missing a lot from some of those albums. Kind of like Destroyer. Yeah, he was <laughs> playing card. card. Um, one of my favorite Freely's Comet songs, and I'm a sucker for a ballad, is off Second Sight, and it's over now. Todd Howarth did it, and it's it a great did song. incredible like job. Song. And that's yeah. one of them that he's he's redoing, and I can't wait to hear it. And I mean, no offense to what he's doing now, it probably won't be better than the original. But man, such a great great song! All right, so let's get to let's get let's to do it. it. Let's, let's I'm gonna let, do it. I'm gonna let you go first. You're number. Are you gonna let me go first? Okay. Don't tell me it's dolls. 
Uh, my number 10, I guess we can talk about honorable mentions after we're done. Yeah, we'll mention or that. Or if you are one of our honorable mentions in your, like, in your top 10, like, hey, that's one of my honorable mentions. Okay, number 10, Into the Void. Ooh, this song, big one. This song and Within are about the only two, or my two favorite, Within is a great Gene song. We're about the only two songs I really liked when Revenge came out. But I'm That's getting a Psycho Circus, bro. Psycho Circus. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know why I'm thinking Revenge. <laughs> Hello. That, that, there's so many Kiss albums here. I'm still thinking about that Peter Chris song on this album. And I just, like I just love this song. I think, I, I think it's great. I just, it's just a cool rocking song. And it, and you look at it on yep. my list. I mean, Ace likes to go into things, you know. I mean, yeah, into he, he the loves night. the night. He loves the <laughs> night. He loves to go into things. I mean, this overall, they just love the night because didn't Paul Stanley once say, I think the daytime is a fine time, but the nighttime is a right time. King of the okay, Animalized Paul. That, that's great. But yeah, Into the Void. I, I'm not a big fan of this album because I think a lot of the songs on there done by Paul are like almost like TED Talk songs. Like, oh, you can do it, like they say. But Within and Into the Void, and I like the title track. Um, Into the Void is, it, I mean, it. I heard it when I first heard it. I was like, hey, that's Ace. I mean, because it was, we didn't have the internet. We had the internet, but yeah, we didn't know he was going to sing. And I and I don't think, I mean, they may have screwed Peter over, but they gave Ace a great song, or if he came up with himself. Well, I, like this, himself I like this song. That, yeah. I think there was a, that was written with Carl Cochran. He called him the cock Cochran. Uh, he said that on an interview one time, and, and I was I was waiting for another Tom Snyder look look from Gene and Paul when he said it. <laughs> oh, was that when they were was that when they were uh, back together? I didn't see that interview. Yeah, that's this was this was right after the reunion tour. So, call oh, the wow. cock Cochran. Yeah, and he was talking about that. So, but yeah, uh, you know, I don't mind Psycho Circus the album. Um, I like. I'm. I guess. The title track has got fatigue for me because I remember hearing that on the radio when it came out, and I was like, "Holy crap, they're back together again!" And they're that was a good song. I mean, yeah, it was a great song. Uh, but you know, I don't think they need to be playing in a concert like they do. I think it's just, I think that's Paul's. I was really disappointed when I heard this album, and I'm a diehard, and I think it's maybe being such a you know revenge fan, but this was on my mind because anything after revenge, and then you got COS and this, I was just like. Man, I just expected more. I, I mean, I, and that's the '80s Kiss talking to me. That's the Bruce yeah. Kulick that's talking to me. So I think I was more kind of disappointed. But this song, this song, and Within stood out. And I, I think Within's a great Gene song, way underrated. But that's Within another podcast. Is great. Within is great on the album, but live it sucks. They like cannot, it. they cannot do it live. I remember hearing them uh, on the opening night of the tour when they did the whole Big Fox thing, and then they did it on the radio live. You could listen to it. Uh, I remember hearing it and I was like, they yeah. cannot do this live. And I kind of thought, I kind of the same thing about Unholy on a live three. I didn't think it was, I think that's why they don't play it because it's just not. Oh, well, don't listen to Virginia Beach then. Yeah. <laughs> Even Gene has a bad day. It's not just Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, Psycho Circus, the album as a whole, doesn't bother me because I like, we talked about, it, I like We Are One. I like Raise Your Glasses. Um, and I kind of, the more I listen to it, Journey of a Thousand Years, which is Alice Cooper's Dreaming, I, uh, I kind of, I don't know. That song sounds like it belongs on The Elder. That's probably why I don't like it. 
And you realize though that they got sued not because of Alice Cooper ripping Alice Cooper off. They got sued because it's such a bad song. Y'all talk about time traveler. This is horrible. I mean, I oh never liked God. that song. This is a lot better than time travel. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. Take your word for it. But they got sued. Anyway. And they didn't get sued over time traveler. Just saying. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, and I, this this is gonna be. You'll find out from me when I do a lot of these top ten lists. My number ten sometimes are ties. So okay. uh, I did a tie at number 10 because I couldn't I did that on I ZZ couldn't Top. keep either okay. one of these out. Okay. First the first one on number at number 10 is from Dynasty. Save your love. Uh you know, this was when Ace had hit his hit his mark with a solo album, and they had to give him what they gave him three songs on Dynasty and Save Your Love. The more I listened to it, the more I, I loved it. Save your love. I don't want it. Put it back on the shelf or somebody else. I mean, it is a kick-ass song. But, yeah. And then, this is going to kill you right here. An instrumental. And this is one of my two instrumentals on, on this, this list. From the Elder. Escape from the Island. Oh, that is a great song. I that's a good song. That is one of my ringtones. But that's not really, it's an instrumental. Ace doesn't sing on it. It can't really be one of his, can it? But Ace wrote it. A, this is the only song that Kiss okay. has done. Tells you that, how much I know about the elders. Except for maybe Beth. I think Beth is the other one. It's two songs that Gene and Paul have nothing to do with. This I one did not was know. Ace and Eric Carr. Escape from the Island is a great song. Because it's not about I'm just a boy or Odysseys. I mean, that's a great jam. And and that song or fanfare is a com- that song is a complete waste because they could have put a good song on creatures with that music. That's I bet it's yeah, a great I, I like the yeah. song. It, 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 I like the, the song. The, oh man, I love it. It's it's just save your love. I can remember listening to it when I was a kid and I was like, This is some this is shit right here. I love this. Save but your love. My- save your love. It it's not one of my favorites. The only thing that I think about when I hear that song is Gene's backing vocals because it's very prominent. So and we save. I mean, it's like his vocals you and Gene's backing vocals. there too. I hear Gene more than I do Paul. That, that's because I, huh? It's funny how we 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 hear that different, but I yeah. I hear I hear Paul, I hear Gene. Like I hear, Paul I hear Gene a lot on, on that. I hear Gene on Shock Me. It's like you can tell that's Gene. But you can hear Paul on Plaster Castle. Yeah, I could so, say I hear Gene on Shock Me. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Okay. That's good. So, we're now number, number nine. nine. For you. <laughs> this is on my album because this song is better than anything on The Elder. It's called Torpedo Girl. I like Unmask. I know a lot of people don't. And it seems like there's a kind of a, a fight between <laughs> Unmask and The Elder. <laughs> I like this song. I and I don't see. I didn't know that. I didn't know that "Escape from the Island" was an A song, or it may have made my top ten. It may have been a tie like that. So I want to. I want to change the thing. I'm going to put uh, "Escape from the Island" with "Torpedo Girl" as my number nine. Just okay. Kidding. I like oh, "Torpedo Girl." Lord, I mean, dude. Ace has a th- Ace Ace thing. Ace has a thing about <laughs> rockets, and he has a thing about torpedoes now. I guess. So this being the sequel to the "Torpedo Girl," she got the rocket ride. Now she likes torpedoes. I like Unmasked. I love Unmasked. This is a cool song, and I like the funky bass or whatever in the beginning, although I don't think Gene played that. 
I just no, a fun it, song. I mean, he had two songs on this album. Talk to me, which is burnout for me. Yeah. And this is the beginning of what I say. They saw his solo album. I got you shaking your I told you. And 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 <laughs> he's shaking his head. Stevie's shaking his head because I told him I got into Kiss in the 80s. I was an original fan. But yeah, um, okay. This this starts me. He has two songs on there, two good songs. I mean, I know you probably think one's good and the other one's not so good. But this is shows me the beginning of what could have been with Ace if he would have stayed in Kiss. He he had his own voice. He he was stronger than Peter. Peter was bitter. Ace was anything but bitter. He, oh, he wasn't but, bitter. He was just out there. And my list will kind of and my list kind of shows that where I'm starting out here of what could have been. I mean, I love Bruce Gillick. Vinnie Vincent was great. But if Ace would have stayed, got his act together and stayed in Kiss, I mean, this is the kind of the show. I mean, a lot of people go, oh my God, good thing you didn't with that song. I love Torpedo Girl. I think it's a great okay. song. I, I, there's not a out, song on that album I'd probably dislike. I, I, I'm a I'm an unmasked fan. And musically, this is a great song. It's a fun song, brother. It's but. good. He's freaking, he's freaking gonna go swimming, yeah, in a freaking, in a freaking river where a freaking uh, submarine's coming up with a girl on the deck. I mean, yeah. come on, yeah. What, yeah it's what no was, different than a, it's no different than a chick writing when he wrote this song. It's no, it's no different than a chick riding a rocket. I mean, was she gonna get on the space shuttle and go to Mars with Elon yeah, Musk? That's, come on, that's a little bit uh, tongue in cheek there with the rocket ride. You don't think Torpedo Girls? Love? It's all tongue in cheek on that one. That's, freaking, that's, that's, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to hear about a freaking girl coming up on a submarine. And I don't want to hear about her on a rocket ride, you know? Well, I mean, I, to each of them, touche. Yes, touché. I would put this, I would put, I would put this above anything on the Elder. Except for Escape from the Island, now that I know that it's an Ace Freely song. Because there's another yeah, song on there that I like. Eric, my, there's an, Eric Carr and Ace Freely. Yep, that's a great song. So, number nine for me. Is a Freely's Comet song, and it probably and I heard somebody say on the podcast may have been on Tom and Zeus, or it may have been somebody else, but it probably could have been on Asylum, uh, and it was about that time period. the The freaking video was about the same as uh, mm, all, all night, probably I would say, mm-hmm. but this one. The bass line that starts off with uh, John Reagan hits that bass line on it. And, you know, it, it's it's just a great song, great video. Insane. Yes. I mean, one of my favorite Ace Freely's Comet songs up here is Ace Freely's Comet song. Insane. But, man, you know, I could totally see that on Asylum. Uh, if, he would, if, if he was still with Kiss then, that was a Kiss Asylum song right there. And oh, I, I agree. I mean, it's you look at the video, that song should be on Asylum. A lot of people give Second Sight and a bad rap, but I love Second Sight. And I've got the vinyl. I've got both vinyls of, of well, the first two Freelance Comet vinyl. I don't have trouble walking, but Insane. That would be a song. And I remember back in the day when I was big into wrestling at the time, I was like, this would be a good song for a wrestler to come out to. I mean, it's one of those like the Ultimate Warrior or something like that come out there some one of the crazy wrestlers just come out there to it of course ace probably would have got no money from it but uh if he was in wcw they didn't pay anybody like that but yeah insane is my number nine 
Okay, insane. My number four. 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 Oh. My number four. Insane. It should have been on Asylum, which was my introduction to Kiss. Music-wise, I knew him on the TV show when Gene was destroying that or that movie when he was the Kiss Meets the Phantom when he was destroying the Coke, Coke uh, machine or Coke uh, what was it Coke <laughs> stand or whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, he, he you say anything about Coke in the seventies, it may have made a whole different meaning, but that's not what we're talking about. In as insane, I mean, meant for Asylum, the video shows it. Yeah, and, and I can't imagine them coming up. With that on their own, without either one of them seeing the other one, because it's like the girls look the same almost. It's almost the same theme. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I love insane. I, I, I it's a it's to be on asylum, and I, like I said, it's just another example of what could have been. And I just think Kiss would have been. I think they would have been a little bit more respected, but I'm not worried about that. But I think I, I, I just think that uh, they're combining their writing like with songs like this and. Oh, all night they kind of could have you know had a, a child that was you know because they i mean this proves i mean did ace write this song i mean i'm not familiar with the song credit but this is a great this is a great song i mean a lot of people are going oh my god you put that on instead of you know something from the 70s but i yeah insane great i love it well there's nothing wrong with with insane let's see I did put it over Torpedo Girl, so I did something right, right? (laughs) (laughs) Torpedo Girl, let's take a dive. You're going to be singing that, man. When you call me, dude, that's going to be your ringtone, dude. Let's take a dive. No, it's not going to be my ringtone. Believe it. Uh, (laughs) Let me see. Second sight. Insane. Ace Freely and Gene Moore. Maybe that's one of Gene Simmons' burner accounts. Well, Gene always wants more, so he probably yeah, didn't so did write it with Gene Moore. I'm not, and his page, he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so okay. can't look him up. So that's my number four, so you can chip that one away. I got you. Number eight for you. Oh, I get two choices, and don't you get your number eight? Or I number... just did my number nine, so you what agree with Oh, my insane. number nine was insane. Well, I'm, I'm losing. Okay, that's right. It's my and turn. Old age, 50. Okay, the next song is another song that could have been, I think, on Asylum. It's a great song. It could have been like a beer commercial. And uh, I would put Paul singing this. No, no, he did the Folgers commercial. You can't do it on a beer commercial. (laughs) Well, that was later. This is before. And then Peter did a beer commercial. But Into the Night. Off, uh, it's a, Ra- a Russ Ballard cover. I can see this being on Asylum with Paul singing it. Change it up a bit. And it was also, I don't know if it was a Russ Ballard yeah, version. it was. But there's a, um, there's a guy, I don't know if you've heard of Tony Bruno. He had Into the Night. It was his old, he was he was out of Philadelphia. He, he was on there. He was one of the original Keith Urban, uh, Keith Urban, Keith Oberman. They were together. He's bald like me. There was a guy that sang Into the Night, and this was back in the whole K-Tail Records days. No, this is a different song. He had this yeah. on there, too. No, this is what I'm talking about. It's a different song called Into no. the Night. This guy's name was, oh, God. It was on one of those K-Tail Records. We, we no, no. Get oh, I know who you're talking Benny, about, but yes. I know which Benny song Mardonis. you're talking about. Yes. But this 
but it's but he had this one on there too. He like it was bumper music. Let's just say that. But he had a song. But I don't know if it was uh, Russ Ballard, but I remember his show was called Into the Night with Tony Bruno, and I think that he had like a cut of Aces on there. Because you know when they oh, play bumper God. music between commercials, I think that's what it was. But I can see this '80s. You get there, you just got out of rehearsal and go grab a beer. Everybody but Gene. Hey, let's have a Michelob or you know Bud Light. Know. You know, into the I night. Simmons from Kiss. And this would be, and you know, and this is like the beginning before. <laughs> this would be. This is like what kind of starts it. We're going into the night. Next, we're going to turn on the night. See what I did there? A silent, oh, crazy night. Oh, okay. After we and later on, we'll go into the void. <laughs> so that song, you know, not not a bad. I remember because that was you had Rock Soldiers, and Rock Soldiers wasn't a bad song, but I'm just fatigued with it. So if I was going to pick a song off that album, Into the Night would be it. And it almost made my list, but it did not make it make it up here. It's I would that would probably be one of my. Uh, honorable mentions but yeah the video it's <laughs> ace and the band pretty much walking the streets uh i think they were trying to do a mommy vice feel to it it was the yeah so, oh I we're mean, thinking here and we're jamming and we're gonna get hammered yeah we're gonna go ace is probably already hammered but there was a lot of talk back then and, and it depends on who you believe that you know ace had told everybody he was sober and one of the things he would do what was that non-alcoholic beer? O'Doul's? Yeah. O'Doul's. I think that's what it, but Ace, they said Ace would take, would buy like a 12-pack of O'Doul's, pour that out, and then put the re real beer in, in there, and he'd be swigging on that. And they, you know. Well, they had these little guy. things you, you things see online. They're called Hyder Brew. It's like a Coke can. You just put the beer can in there. Yeah, Ace you ever heard like, of that? Where were you? Ace would be like, "Where were you at when I really needed you?" Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was in the, the night. Was on the verge. Actually, was on my list one time, and then I, I changed it. I had to drop it off. There was, there was, you know how I do with my list. When I, I'll make a list, and then at the last minute, I'll be like, "No, nah, this needs to be over there. This needs to be off." But yeah, I did the Into same the thing. I changed my list up today. Yeah, well, I changed mine up until about an hour before we went on the air. <laughs> so my number eight, and this will be the first of the solo album, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is the first album. Speeding Back to My Baby. Um, I just remember, I guess nostalgia is one thing with it, but, and I'll, I'll take a Tom and Zeus line out of this, the Nail Carter singing at the end. Uh, with, there's a lady that's speeding back, <laughs> but I just remember listening to it and I was like, and you'd hear the whole car deals and stuff like that. But he he does a great job with it, and you and you're like that. It's like you're right there with Ace when he's singing it. It's it's lyrics a little bit better than talking about a, a girl up on a deck of a submarine out of the water, and he's going swimming with her or something like that. But you know. But that's why uh, he's anyway, speeding back to her. That's why he's speeding back, back to her because she's so good. <laughs> All right, speeding back to my baby, my number three. But yeah, that number—that's your number three. We'll see that. My number three. Okay. This is off his solo album. The credits say it was co-written by ex-wife Jeanette. Yeah. And 
there's a line on there where it says, my gauge is red and my battery is dead. If this doesn't sum up Ace Freely in one sentence, then I don't know what does. I mean, you can see him, oh, I don't have any gas, or, or the battery's dead. That is so Ace. You know, he's like, oh, I was late because my battery was dead. That's Ace yeah. Freely. And I would, and uh, one thing that was on my, I, I put, I had um, a couple off his solo album, but the other one I had um, was the uh, Rip It Out. And I think Rip It Out gets a lot more love than Speeding Back to My Baby. If Speeding Back to My Baby would have been on the B side, on the, on side two, it stands out because when you have uh, Rip It Out and then you have Speeding Back to My Baby, I mean, you talk about a one, two punch. I mean, and then it kind of slows oh, yeah. down. I think it should have. I think he kind of should have spread it out. And this one probably got more love. It was on side two. Yeah. Uh, another thing about speeding back, my baby. The chorus when he gets into maybe I should turn around, maybe I should stop, maybe I should turn around, and then the the women kick in with him. But the back and forth between him and the women or whoever that is singing the the court when he's and they're going ooh speeding back, ooh speeding back. That, that's just so cool to me for some reason. I don't know why, but that was cool. Wasn't that kind of what they did on yeah. some Love Gun songs? Kind of having that backing vocals. I know they did it on Silver Spoon, but that was a whole gospel choir. But that. Oh, yeah. Thing, yeah. Gene had, did Gene had that on? Gene on had it on song. a solo album, big time. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I think it's cool. I, I never pictured Nell Carter, though. I mean, I always that picture was, that her was with the, back, the Nell Carter people. I picture uh, her with the vacuum cleaner you know, sucking up the fish tank, you know. It's like, oh, that's no okay, but I oh, see yeah. it now. Give me I'm a break. Now. No. Give me a break. Mm -hmm. All right. Number seven for you. You mentioned it. Rock Soldiers. Oh. This is my introduction to Ace Freely. I got into Kiss around Asylum era, Animalize. And so I was like all about the band currently, Eric Carr and Bruce Kulick. So I went back and I go, okay, these guys had a previous, I mean, I remember them as a kid. I, you know, I know that they're not the same guys. And one of my best friends in high school loved Ace. He goes, hey man, you ought to check out this. And he played Rock Soldiers for me. And it's kind of cheesy, but for the time, I think it was a very good statement song. For him, um, he wrote that with Chip Taylor, who co-wrote Wild Thing. I didn't know that. Didn't that was an interesting. Either. I mean, how do you go from Wild Thing to Rock Soldiers? I mean, I mean, I, I mean, I like both songs, but I, I all think it's so iconic. But Rock Soldiers is kind of cheesy. I mean, Ace with an Ace in his deck and stuff like. He's but it's no different than without an Ace in his deck. And I like it because it's, it's like the 80s, like, you know, an Arnold Schwarzenegger line, you know. And I think this was a real statement song. I think it, people took it more serious back then. Get to the job. But I, but I don't think that he had the right management behind him because he had, like, more potential. We won't get into who signed him. No, I'm not going to go there. But his oh, management. Don't name managed, drop. Whoever managed him. I mean, it's like, I just remember, I, I just... I mean, I just think he, I would think he was mismanaged either that or he was just, I mean, I, I don't know. I, this is a great song compared to a lot of the songs that were popular in the day. Like when the children cry, God, that's a horrible song. I would rather hear rock soldiers in that song. I mean, it's like, 
And maybe it was because he what wasn't. You say you know, when the children cry was a horrible song. That's a horrible song, dude. That's a horrible song. It's so sappy when the children cry. Come on, get over it. It fits. The and I like White Lion. I like. That's the only White Lion song I don't like. Oh, I, do I love, like White Lion. Little Fighter. Their co- their version of their cover of uh, Little Fighter. Little Fighter. And what's the other one? They get that cover of. Uh, I think it's better than the original. I know that's blasphemy. Right all up. Yes, I love that version. God, that's great. But I mean, I, I just say uh, when the children cries because that's the kind of hair band stuff I don't like because it's too too sappy, and it, you're trying to get you know. But that's yeah. another story. But I love Rock Soldiers. I love the intro. It tells a story. I'm a big Johnny Cash fan, and I like the story he tells. You know, he's riding a DeLorean. Satan's on his Could. right. I mean, I I love this song, and I it was my intro to Ace. I mean, I knew who the guy was, and I knew he was saying "shock me," but that's like I didn't know he's saying you know, like some of the other stuff. I mean, this really, and I started okay, I like this Ace guy, and I started listening to Freely's Comet. So this is what got me into it. I went and bought this album, and uh, I don't know if there just the two songs are on there, but I like it, and it's it. I can see this on a Kiss could, album, maybe. Could this but be considered? Leave it alone. Could they consider like a Hills can loose rap song? Because he's not really singing in this. He's he's kind of rapping in this because he's telling the story. You know, he's not singing. He's like, you know. Yeah, but he does that. He does that on all his said, songs. I cried. I am invincible. Said I was high above the law. But he doesn't sing in most of his songs. You know. I, I don't think yeah. I don't see him singing. I'll say this about Ace, and I've I've said I've said this a lot about Ace. People talk about his voice and all that, and he's got got the great. But the key thing with Ace, it fits his song. His voice fits his songs, and you know, like Shock Me. I mean, that voice fits his songs. So that's your number seven. Yes, sir. My my number seven is a cover. But your your number eight was a cover. <laughs> There's a lot of covers in this list. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine anybody did a cover of Torpedo Girl. But anyway, um, it should be. It should. You give it time. I email Jericho. I bet he'll do it. Maybe the revolting Cox will do it. No, um, quarantine will do it. I, I bet you, Paul. I bet you. I bet you. I bet you he'd do this song. It's not a Paul song, but maybe not. All right. So the song I've got number seven is a cover song. And it actually started back the whole reunion tour talk because he played it on Unplugged. It's a Rolling Stone song, 2000 Man. I can remember, you know, I think it's the third song or maybe the second off Dynasty. But you go from... I think it's the second. You go from... I Was Made For Loving You. I Was Made For Loving You to 2000 Man when that... When that freaking guitar kicks in right at the, on the intro, and I'm like, "Yeah, it's the second song." Mick Jagger, Keith Richards write it, but I was like, "Holy crap!" And how he does that acoustically? I, I mean, they were talking about shock me. They were going to play shock me, but that was too hard to do acoustically. Acoustically, not acoustically. I'm thinking about Bruce Kulick now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you know how he did. You know how he did 2000 it. Two thousand man. You know how he did it on um, unplugged. 
I, I read wow. something. You know how he did it on Unplugged? How? Tommy showed him how, Tommy showed him how to play it. Hey, Thayer, get over here. <laughs> hey, sorry. Give <laughs> me some coffee. I had to put that in there. I had to put that But, in. yeah, just... 2000 man, uh, you know, he did a great job on Unplugged, but the, the Dynasty version of it, man, he kicks butt on that guitar and vocals. It's, it's, it's one of his best vocal performances to me was on 2000 man on Dynasty. And when he hits that little – I don't know if you remember, and it was an outtake because I've got the, uh, I've, I don't know if you have it or not. If you don't, I do. You've got the whole, yes, all Get the outtakes and everything. Getting caboodle. Yeah. On my phone. The, the first time he sings 2000 Man on there, and it, at the end, 2000, you better fucking believe it. You know? And Gene Simmons goes all to pieces. He's laughing like crazy. He's like, and Gene and Ace is like, what? Can't we just censor that out? You know, can't we just get that, block that out? <laughs> but yeah, 2000 Man is my number seven. 2000 Man, Keith Richards and Richards and Jagger. I, about this time when I was starting getting the Kiss in the late 80s, I grew up with the Stones. You know, they're not my number two band after Kiss. And I got that box set of the singles, I guess it came out in the late 80s. And that's about the time I was getting into Kiss, and I would go and, hey, I don't have this out, this this cassette, so I'll go and buy this cassette. Hey, this cassette, and I remember buying, I remember buying Dynasty and liking this version of the song, but I think for me it's a little bit overplayed. But I love the guitar heavy work. I'm not a big fan of the unplugged version. I, this some songs should just be electrified, my opinion. But I went back and listened to the Stones version. This. Song, the Ace Kiss version blows it away. Ace, I mean, Ace, it's not, I did it's, the same thing. Ace buries the stones. <laughs> it's on the, I think it was on the, what's it, Satan, Satanic Majesty's <laughs> Request, which was a ripoff of Sgt. Pepper. I mean, they were all, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they were smoking some good stuff back then, or not so good stuff, because I don't like that version, but I think Kiss does it justice. I think Ace does it justice. And um, they're talking about, you know, I'm in love with a computer. Little did he know in the year 2022 that people would be pretty much screwing their computers. I mean, I mean, Jagger and Richards knew, you know, it, and yeah, but, but I, yeah. I like this. I like the song. It didn't make my top 10. Um, like I said, I think it's because fatigue, but there's nothing wrong with this song. I mean, it's, it's, it, I like it. I love it. I love the, uh, I love the dynasty album. So, I mean, and the one that followed, obviously. All right. What's your number six? My number six is a cover. Shocker. No, it's not Shocker. This song was an ELO cover written by Jeff Lynn. Do you, do you want the ace? I, this song came out <laughs> in the late, I think it around the trouble air trouble. It came out on trouble walking. It was trouble. And walking. it was like, I had some friends of mine go, man, what the hell do you want the ace? I go, you know, that's an ELO cover. And they're like, really? They had no idea. Another song cover that blows away the original. And I love ELO. I mean, not like Kiss, but I the video is weird because there's this girl on the beach and he's not with her. And he's just playing. And it's like, do you do you want the ace? And I love it. I like this song. Ace is a character. And this, and I, I love the intro. Wah, wah, wah. I mean, I, and then the drums. I mean, I, I mean, I know it's not his song, but I love this song. This is in my favorites. I, I, I play this all the time. I got a playlist called 80s, 80s Kiss and 80s Ace. 
And I think this would have been cool, like another thing they could have been on a Kiss album. I mean, it's 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 got that guitar tone that I love on Trouble Walking. And it may be a little bit heavier than what Kiss was doing with Hot in the Shade. They may, they may have butt heads, but it may have made Hot in the Shade a better album. Yeah. Who knows? Is this a uh, better cover than than his co his cover of the Joker? The Joker. Oh, Ace. Nah, I don't I've like. Never that heard his cover of the Joker. The Space you're talking Cowboy. About, you're not talking about the uh, what's the Steve Miller? Some band people call me the Space Cowboy. Some people call me the like, Gangster in Love. I don't like the, the original song's horrible yeah. to me. I, I, I don't like either song. Well, I like Bill I'll Jet Airline. The cool. cover the cover, Ace's cover is right there with it for it's horrible. <laughs> His cover is horrible with that. Oh, speaking of covers, all right. I was listening as far as do you go I might Stevie. You were what? Are you there? I got a question for you about covers. Parasite he does with John Five, I believe. Is that him singing? Is that is that Ace singing that Who, song? Ace? I heard that. Yeah, doesn't he cover his own Parasite, or doesn't he cover Parasite and it's him singing that? That that was a little weird. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if you would remember that. It was I think he did. That, I think he did Parasite on one of his solo albums. I don't know if it's the Origins album. One of the Origins albums. Okay. Yeah, he sings right. it. So do you? I'm a big ELO fan like you. Uh, and after I heard Ace's version and I went back and listened to the ELO version, I'm like you, Ace's version buries it. it it's it's great. I'd say, I'd, it's a videos, great song. Yeah, it's weird. Ace's videos had a lot to to work on. I mean, it was, I think he could have done better. The Rock Soldiers video was one thing with all the marching aces and all that. Uh, the soldiers, but you know, like uh, into the night where they, like you said, they were just walking down the streets and and all this stuff. And then uh, insane was okay. Insane was probably the best video they did. Um, but yeah, this one was kind of out there. Uh, I was not a you big know, fan of the video. That girl was on the beach. Is that the torpedo girl that walks on shore? Is is that her? Jeez, if she is washing on shore after all these years, then some. Yeah. She's 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 been put up. Okay, okay. There's a there's one thing that I I forgot to mention on Rock Soldiers. I remember like I tell you, my buddy got me into that. I go, well, I'm a member of the Kiss Army. Can I be a Rock Soldier too? Sorry, oh, uh, double dipping. See what uh, there? And I I I'll say this about, and I I was going to mention about Rock Soldiers and and Into the Night before that album came out. I don't know if you were big into it then back then but the first time we see ace without makeup you remember no he did a he did a guitar ad for with that was, was that the guitar like, ad with the lightning looking guitar that wasn't a les paul and he was wearing some god awful suit in there that was red i think it was red and oh was like, i know what you're talking about it was like puffy and so i was like, a that Is was he worried about he's going to catch on fire or something like that, or was a dog getting ready to <laughs> attack him or something? It's a safety suit. But that yeah. was the first. That was the first. That was the first picture of Ace, huh? That was the first I mean, the, picture. By the time I, I got a kiss, and I may and be I wrong about that. So all you kiss historians out there, chime in. But I think that was the first time you saw an Ace without makeup on. So Unless did you he were looking at the National Enquirer, and you, and that was supposed to be <laughs> Eric Carr, I think Peter Chris. So, okay, 
Number six for me. And we talked earlier about, you know, that guy saying if I did the solo albums, it'd probably be the whole album on there. But this is another one off the solo album. What's on your mind? Uh, you're breaking my heart. You're tearing it apart. You make me crazy. And, I mean, then the chorus, what's on your mind? I mean, he does a great job on that. So, I, I'm a, you know, I'll say this. And over the years, you know, Paul's solo album has – appeal to me more than jeans but aces has always been top for me i mean but what's on your mind is just you know at that end where he, he starts cranking into the guitar and he starts saying what's on your mind and then he goes tell me i mean can't get better than that with this solo album with ace that's it's going to be a lot of that on on this list i can go ahead and tell you what's on your mind eh don't dislike yeah. it, but not one of my favorite. I don't dislike it like Torpedo Girl. I mean, it, <laughs> eh, it, I mean, it's, eh, eh. I mean, it, I don't like the kind of rush. What's on your mind? I don't like that part. I like the kind of more laid back ace. Was it, what's that song? I'm the kind of guy. Oh that, my like, gosh. No. Yeah, that, I like mellow ace like that. I would like, like Ozone. Yeah, I like Ozone. That's a great tune. The Foo Fighters covered it. It's a good song. But it's not on my top ten. It's not on my top ten, though. It's not on my top ten. You like Snowblind too? No. Okay. I don't like Wipeout either because I was never Beach Boys or Fat Boys or whoever sang it. (laughs) Okay, my number five. Yep, your number five. Another song that could have been done by Kiss on an album after Asylum called Crazy Nights. And this is a song that was on a live EP called Live Plus One, and its words are not enough. My same friend that loved Ace Freely, well, I ran into him at the grocery store back before social media. He goes, dude, did you hear the new Words Are Not Enough? I go, dude, I love that album. That should have been on Crazy Nights. I mean, I think if Crazy Nights would have kind of been more like this, I know it's heavy as hell with the keyboards. I think if it would have been more energy like, I mean, you take, what's that song, When Your Walls Come Down Off and put this on there? I mean, and that's a Paul, and, and you know, here, kitty, kitty. No, I, I don't here, care. Kitty, kitty. But I would keep, I would keep, bang, bang, you, because that is a good song. Just saying. Okay, so words are not enough. Thoughts on that one? I love the song. It's, I think, I, it's funny how this song came out, and it was between, I think, the first two albums, right? It was between, yeah, the first album yeah. and the second one. It's not quite Rock Soldiers, but it kind of shows you what direction Ace is going in. He's going in that Kiss kind of route with Second Sighting with you know insane and stuff like that so i don't dislike it uh i like i like words are not enough but it's no what's on your mind (laughs) (laughs) it's no what's it's no what's on your better than torpedo girl uh oh yeah i say that too because it's higher on my list that's the only rather hear that than torpedo girl but uh hey man oh i know but still I got you on that one. We're gonna talk uh, about that one for a while. Yeah, yeah. We'll we're gonna get butchered for that one. Um I will. That's fine. But bring it. The the Live Plus One album, I remember getting that. I got that from uh it wasn't Columbia House. What was the other one that came around in the late oh, BMG? 80s. BMG BMG. BMG. Yeah. BMG, yeah. I got it from there. And I was like, you know, 
I was kind of disappointed with the live stuff because uh, Ace doing trying to do the Paul Stanley talking during the uh, I liked it during the show did not work. And then when they did the intro for Shock Me, uh, Todd Highworth takes over and, and and introduces that one. He does a little bit better, and, but he tries to get Ace into it. But uh, Words Are Not Enough is not a bad song, but it's just not. I'll just say it like. Like Austin Powers, not my bag, baby. Uh, can you see it on a? Can you see it on Crazy Nights though? I can. Yeah, I could see it, and it's funny how when you look at that period when they the albums that came out during the same period have that same kind of sound. You know, makes you kind of wonder, doesn't it? Yeah. It all started with Torpedo Girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tell you, I, hey. Stevie, that was, I'm I'm not original Kiss fan. I'm Ace. I know. Guy. I, mean, I know. So this That's is, fine. Yeah, That's but fine. I'm saying we look at Ace a lot different. But we have some stuff in common. Man, battle stations. Man, battle stations. All right. All right. My number five is the second, the last instrumental on the on the list. Fractured mirror. Love that song. Great song. Uh, that is another one of my ringtones. And, mm. you know, when it starts off with the bells, it's got that kind of eerie. And that intro he does. I mean, it sounds unlike, you know, believe it or not, the only kind of instrumentals I like or like stuff you find on like the Rocky movies. I mean, Vince DiCola, when he did Rocky IV, uh, wrestling, yeah, wrestling, <laughs> wrestling entrance song, songs are the only instrumentals I like. So the fact that I've got two up here saying yeah. a lot, but Fractured Mirror Man, uh, I think he kind of went a little overboard when he did Fractured Two, Fractured Three, uh, and then what is that one that I cannot get into? And a lot of people think it's brilliant, but the acorn is spinning. Uh yeah, no clue. yeah that that's on one of the Freely's Comet albums. It's an instrumental called "The Acorn Is Spinning," and I'm not a big fan of that at all. But because uh, I was like, you know, when he did Fracture Two, I was like, okay, all right, we're gonna have another Fracture Mirror. None of them have come close to Fracture Mirror. I agree. I, mean, I I'm not a big fan of instrumental instrumental. I think maybe like I put it on Facebook the other day. Orion, I love that instrumental because it's Cliff Burton. And Metallica is my one of my. I mean, it's just it's one of you the know, first Metallica songs I ever heard. You know, a a instrumental that I really like, and you're gonna, and I, I'll tell you why. You'll probably guess why. Uh, the Alan Parsons Project, Serious. Have you ever heard that? Alan Parsons, are they the one? I in Not, the sky. Is that the guy? I in the sky. I in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. The reason being is because. If you were a Chicago Bulls band, fan back in the day, that was the oh, that's the, the okay, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's the song yeah. that they got in. I was a Chicago for. Bulls fan before I became a Spurs fan. I, yeah, I, I went from I the was, Lakers, the Bulls. I was a 76ers fan until Michael Jordan got in the NBA. And Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, of course, I'm a North Carolina basketball fan. Michael Jordan got in there, I was all Bulls. Uh, but yeah. And uh, Sirius is another one that uh, there, there's a few instrumental. Oh, I know that. I, like. I know that instrumental very well. I mean, I know it very. I and saw. I got, actually, to, I got to see Jordan on his retirement tour when he was still with the 
I think it was still with the Bulls before he went to Washington. He came to San Antonio and Duncan. I don't know. Was Duncan, when did he retire? Duncan was there. He retired in like 97, 98. Did you ever hear Tim Duncan thoughts on uh, Michael Jordan? You ought to Google him. It's very like, man, he's just another player. Only Tim Duncan could get okay. away with saying that. Okay. <laughs> it's not his type of player. That's that's not that's how Duncan is. So. Kobe, of course, but you know, okay. he's not that player. He's he's the big fundamental dude. He's on he the ground. Not. He ain't he ain't flying in the air like Jordan, which I love. I love Jordan. Jordan, everybody talks about the flying in the air with Jordan, but Jordan, I mean, all defensive player. Uh oh yeah. Oh. He could hit shots from outside. I mean, that thirty for thirty pissed a lot of people off, but he was on target. It was him and he, everybody. Around he, well, him. that's one thing about Jordan. He's not going to sugarcoat anything. Yeah. If he's going to let you know, but uh, what was I going to say? I don't um, know, Steve. Words are not enough. What's what are you going to say? <laughs> uh, I need to go man battle station torpedo. I guess you still got uh, that in your mind. God, that, I got you so much. We just need a revolting Cox version of torpedo girl. And that will make your freaking day, dude. Yeah. Number four for you was insane. So yes. I'm going to do my number four okay. and it's, it probably would have been higher if it wasn't so freaking fatigued. And, and I mean, cause I fell in love with it for as soon as I started, it's a cover song. Another, uh Ballard song, New York Groove. I mean, from the clap, I just remember seeing. I think when Kiss exposed the the that was that the first one, the first home video they did. I'm alive and well. Where am I? Is that the, oh yeah, that <laughs> shot they took right there. Um, well, it was probably I true mean, for that era. I mean, it's probably not wrong. He was with but I get you. Thomas. I get you. I was yeah, like, you, know, you guys are kind of dicks for doing that. That was the first time I thought Gene and Paul were dicks. Uh, but, 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 well, I mean, I didn't know. We didn't have the internet back then. Um, too much root beer. <laughs> you you got to have a little fiber, you know, root beer. <laughs> I'm a pretty rough guy. Okay. I'm a pretty a rough guy. It's roughage. I need roughage in my diet. Um, New York Groove, though, yeah, from seeing it on Exposed the first time when he was live and he was. He had the light up guitar that he always plays uh, in concert, and uh, but that wasn't yeah. was that unexposed? I haven't watched Exposed in so long. I don't. Remember I think that he was. I may be. I wrong. remember him doing a. He did a solo with a guitar flu, like a smoking yeah, well, solo from Ace. Clip of that. They just I don't think they played New York. Maybe Green it was like. no. It might not have been exposed. Might have been. Uh, might have been kiss my ass. Or it was, uh, what's the kiss uh, up close? There's extreme close up, then there's confidential, and then there's kiss my ass and exposed. Mm. But I think you, I think you're right. I think it was like kiss my ass. But um, yeah, seeing it live like that, and then of course the reunion tour, they played the heck out of it. Every time they went to, he would, he would at the end, he would say like if he was in Boston, I'm back in the Boston groove, and I'm like, yeah. okay. You're kind of overplaying the crap now, but yeah. Well, it's not his song, so he can do, I guess, what he wants to. Right? You know, yeah. the highest charting single off the solo albums, and that's pretty much what put his solo album over the top there with everybody thinking it was it was better. And it is, to me, in my opinion, it's better. But uh, New York Groove is my number four. Okay, my number one is New York Groove. <laughs> this is, like I said, like you said, another Russ Ballard cover. But this is all Ace, though. This is Ace's song. Uh, I mean, that's you, another one where he buries the, the song he yeah. covered. And when you see and you hear the songs, like I, I watched, a, I was watching, a, I don't know, it was a something New York baseball or something. And they were playing back in the New York group. Yeah. It's the Ace version. 
It's not um, going to be Russ Ballard. That's for sure. Yeah. It's got a, uh, it's got a George Michael faith or I guess George Michael faith has, it always reminded me of that when I first heard faith by George Michael, that guitar, it reminded me of New York groove. I go, that sounds like ACE. It always kind of reminded me of that. No fatigue for me on this song. I, I love this song. This is, this is uh, probably this, this song I think is why it was a big reason why ACE sold so well. And I think it, this was like the only charting single, right? But yeah. I don't, I, I kind of look at Ace and Paul's album as the same because to me, they're not, they're not, they're, to me, I like them about the same. I don't think one's over the other. I think Ace's is the great, but I love Paul's. And next Paul's, to New York, Paul's, and is next, more, Paul's is more of a kiss album. Yeah. That's why I like them both. Ace yeah, is different. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But the only thing that, that, that holds me back on Paul's is, Freaking hold me, touch me, kiss me, or no, hold me, touch me. That's think of me when we are apart. That's you too, brother. Not, not yeah, you. I know. I, I realize that after I but said that it. is a good solo, and he plays a solo on that. So hold I like that song, me. and it, I like that I, song. You know who he sounds like? If that song had been released in 1987, it would have been a hit. It's a lot of better than one of the children. This is 1978. He sounds like Air Supply when he's singing this. I mean, Air Supply is still better than. When the children cry, not as good as Torpedo Girl, but you know, no, but talk, <laughs> well, talk I about. mean, here's a, you know, we, we've, we've been getting away from the other one. Finally found my way, which is one of your good. Oh songs. no, that that's, that, that's a rip. That's a rip off of the really, really, really bad Aerosmith song, which I had to play in, in, no. in, in weddings. It was horrible. You're talking about dance. not finally found my way. I'm finally found my way. It's Peter Chris. No, I'm talking about the other. You're Paul talking Stanley about one. nothing can keep me from you. It's the Aerosmith ripoff. That's another debacle, but that's another. You podcast. know, freaking, you know, on nothing can keep me from you. Ace laughed at that song when they come out. He just said, "There's no way I'm playing anything on this." Well, I don't think he was probably invited to play because he probably. He pro- oh, I know he won't. Card game. <laughs> I mean, he, he's probably in that devil wants to play his card game now. He's going to play without an ace in his deck. Okay, getting back to the Paul Stanley one. The Paul Stanley workout. No. <laughs> New York Groove is probably up there with um, "It's All Right." That's probably my favorite Paul Stanley on that solo, and next to the next to "Tonight You Belong to Me." But if if you had New York Groove and "It's All Right" marketed right on an album produced by a good producer, I think. Doing all the, they always talk about the solo. I mean, you could kick everything off Gene and Peters, except maybe you matter to me, like that song. But to me, this is a, all ace. It's a cover, but it's all oh, ace. Yeah. It's like, do you? I mean, it's, and it, and to me, that's why I put these are two of my favorite Kiss unquote songs It's All Right and New York Groove. I think they're both kind of signature songs because that It's All Right. If you listen to Poison or anything 10 years down the road, that this, that kind of song. Paul Stanley is, is what influenced it. Ace did the same thing. So, yeah. I mean, these are two very high influential albums, especially on my life, you know. But yeah, you got my number one, bro. You got, I'm not, there's no fatigue at all for me. I love this song. All right. So your number three was Speeding, Speeding Back, Back to My, to my baby. baby. So my number three is one we talked about a little bit earlier. Uh, off Alive 2, off Side 4, Rocket Ride. She wants a rocket ride. She wants a rocket ride. Barry's torpedo girl. It's Barry's torpedo girl. She wants a rocket ride. 
Torpedo uh, rocket ride is as bad as the Kiss Me the Phantom of the Park. It makes an appearance. So that tells you how bad it is. Right. She wants to ride. That makes no sense. I mean, I, it, the music's good. She it wants to ride. Sense. ride. You know I what mean, the girl wants, don't you? Yeah, she wants to ride a torpedo. Lady Space. It's the same thing. Torpedo rocket. It's a weapon of mass destruction. Take a rocket <laughs> ride. No, I, I, I'm not a big rock. I, I'm not a, and it's probably because I'm not original Ace, original Kiss. Uh, yeah. I, I think the best I out of all four, that. though. I think the best out of all four those songs in the live two is All American Man, which I know a lot of people dislike. That's a good song. That's a good song. But I mean, I and but I, I just I don't know. It, it's funny. I guess I didn't get enough. You know, put your hand in my pocket is cheesy enough. But she wants to rock it right. I mean, it's like <laughs> I, and the music's great. I just it just it's it's annoyed me, and it's just it just it's, it's solo, never, I mean, it's yeah. not a bad song, maybe, but it's just not my cup of tea. I don't think it sucks. But I mean, I think it sucks to me, but. There's a lot of solo. I know I'm is, wrong. Is, he does a great job on the solo. Oh yeah. Um, did but, he actually play? Yeah. Did he actually play on that solo? Like we found out later. Just yes, he he played on the solo. He I don't know the solos. I like the other solos better myself. What I you know who that was? That was Bob. I know. No, Bob it, it's it's a it's an original Kiss song. It's just not one of my favorites. It's it. I don't think it's terrible, but it, I mean, it, I don't hate it like Torpedo Girl, <laughs> or you know. But I mean, it's it's probably my least favorite Ace song. All right, so number two, we haven't heard your number two yet. You're taking all my songs. Did you do number I three? Was your number, was your number three? Was Rocket Ride? Rocket Ride. Okay, my number two. That's jazz, man. You know what I'm talking about? Peter Chris backing vocals. Riot drummer Sandy Slavin on drums. Trouble walking. That guitar, I mean, I, that's the tone like with Do You. To me, this is my favorite Ace Solo stuff is Trouble Walking. I love that album probably more than the other two. And it's yeah. a little bit harder edge than the other two. And I like the 80s stuff. I think at this moment, besides Hide Your Heart, Ace was totally out doing Kiss. I mean, Kiss overdid it with the the too many songs on, on uh, Hot in the Shade. But if you had to pick, if I had to pick between Hot and the Shade, eh, I don't know about that because there's a lot of good stuff on Hot and the Shade I like. I think Rockwise, Ace had it with, and at the end, he goes, that's jazz, man. He starts laughing. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Typical, I mean, that's Ace. That That's Ace. But had Peter on, Peter on backing vocals, and I guess somebody on Riot. Uh, I don't, I'm not a, Riot, Riot was big here in San Antonio along with like Legs Diamond, stuff I never, way before my age. The game weren't pretty enough, I guess, for me when I was into Poison and Motley. <laughs> they look more yeah. like women. That's my number. That's number two. Trouble walking. I love. I just. It's one of my favorite A songs. It's in my rotation. With do you? I just. I mean. I. I like, and when I first heard it, it's like, okay, are, do you? Are you saying you are trouble walking, or you have trouble walking? Because it's kind of like I have trouble walking. It's like, or do you? Are oh. You and then you put every woman's nightmare. Is like that's not a good line, dude. That's not know. a good line there. Yeah. I don't know who I, wrote I, it, but I like the music. Trouble Walking was one that I had on my I had on my like honorable mentions, I guess you would say. No. Uh, but that album uh, is is pretty pretty good there. Uh, Except hide your heart. That and there's a as far as hide your heart goes, I guess hearing the Kiss version first, uh, and then listen to Ace, and he kind of he does a little he's got a little bit of different on there, and I was like. I couldn't believe 
when I first heard that, that he had done the same song and this was the same time. I mean, same time period. Hide Your Heart comes out, Trouble Walking comes out. And they both got Hide Your Heart on it. Also, Hide Your Heart around that time, Bonnie Tyler. Uh, and Robin Hulk. Beck. Robin Beck. Who? An artist named Robin Beck did it too. There was also another one, uh, a Southern rock band called Holly Hatchet. Yeah. So, I mean... It was offered to, I read an interview with Nancy, Will, or is it Nancy or Ann Wilson? They said it was offered to them because I guess, I mean, it, that's a great 80s song. Yeah. Get off Ace right now, but that, that's a, it's a crime. That song wasn't a bigger hit. It should have been, you know, and they said they offered that to heart and heart was like, well, it's not really, you know, hard, hard. Not really you know. what we're about. So let's do all I want to do, make love to you, which is, you know, so much better. So number two for me. And this has some fatigue as well. Uh, but the the one that started it all shocked me. I mean, the the probably one of the best ace guitar solos out there. I remember when Phantom came out, when the movie came out, and seeing when they did the whole first scene where they're they're in the sky and all that, and you hear the that was cool, yeah. Yeah, uh, the the guitar solo is the perfect backdrop for what they're doing there. Uh, but you know, that just started everything with Ace. I mean, off Love Gun. That's when they came out with their powers, right? When like Gene had the yeah, fire, the talisman, the talisman, and then Paul was like walking on his eye. It's like, yeah, Paul okay. shot a laser out of his eye. Which, uh, crazy enough, they that was going to be one of their the effects on the dynasty tour. And they said it was too dangerous. Yeah, too dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he, and then he, somehow he, he waves his arm and down and there's Gene. And he can you imagine, can you imagine Paul like losing his eyesight for a tour that didn't really sell as much yeah. as Hollywood? Like oopsie. And Peter, Peter just shows up there. I mean, he's up there just throwing his Was arm. that really Peter? Well, oh no, Peter. Peter, Peter was, was his voice. Was his ace and shit. It was his right. voice. It was. I mean, it wasn't Peter's voice. It was one of those Hanna Barbera voiceover guys that did Peter's voice. The ace that was. Did. It was Shack. fake ace. It was yeah. African American ace. Tommy? No, I'm kidding. No, this was way before Tommy's time. Uh, but yeah, shock me. You know, it's a staple at all. All the concerts would be, of course, a reunion tour. They they did that, and that's where he played his. <laughs> Yeah, it's Tommy did a pretty good version of it. It's, I'm just kidding. All concerts. Yeah, so. let's not even go there with that. Uh, but he, shock he, me, shock me is not one of me. my is not one of my favorites. I love the solo, like you said, but the put on your black leather. I mean, it's such was, a such a lazy. I mean, sorry, such okay. I'll take that word back. Like such a, I don't know. It's it's. I mean, I know it's Kiss. You know, it's yeah, just, but it's just. I don't know. I mean, for his, I mean, somebody that wrote, did Ace write this song? Yeah, because he wrote it about him getting electrocuted. Okay, duh. That's right. Hello. Losing points for that. <laughs> but didn't he also write Strange Ways? I yes, mean, he did. But see, back then, and he probably would have sang that, but he didn't have enough confidence in himself. Yeah, but it. Strange, you go from Strange Ways and even Cold Gin to put on your black leather. I mean, it just, well, That's what I guarantee they gave him the idea to write this about, yeah, you should write something about get electrocuted and, you know. But Paul writes such a great song with Love Gun, which is, I mean, I know it's fatigued, but that's such a great song. And he wrote that. I mean, 
he couldn't ace couldn't over or ask Paul to help him. I mean, that would have been that would have been great. You, I mean, don't you think the egos there back at that time? Because that was when they were really yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't think we're looking at it from this side of things. We're not yeah. looking at it. It's probably why Ace didn't stay in the band like I wish he would have. Exactly. Um, but yeah, shocked I, me. I like the solo, but it's just I mean, I like the music. I like the solo. I just, it's, I'm just not a big fan of it because it's, it's. Well, that didn't uh, make your list. I, I just noticed no, that. Mm-hmm. So, Girl did though. That, <laughs> that tells you, that tells you what I like about shocking. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> number That's one. Yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> number one for you was New York Groove. New York Groove. No fatigue at all. I love My that number song. one is another one off the solo album. And over the years, of course, if it's number one on my list, it's got um, it, it's grown on me more than New York Groove. And it's Rip It Out. Um, he he's Great on song. fire on that again with the with the guitar. You know, rip it out, take yeah. my heart. You know, and, and, and yeah. Got it now, so goodbye. Rip it out. Watch me cry. And then when yeah. he said, "I hope you suffer." Yes, yes, that's what I was going to. I hope you suffer. Who hasn't, who hasn't been there? Exactly. I mean, it, it hits home. Uh, but yeah, just great, great lyrics, great music, great solo, all the way around. Rip it out. And he does a pretty good live version of it on Plus One. Because uh, yeah. it start. I think that's what he starts off with. That's what he opens the show with was rip it out. But but little yeah, did we realize it's my number one. Did we really realize that he wrote I Hope You Suffer? But the next song was Speeding Back to My Baby. So I guess they made up. <laughs> He's all over that's the why, place. That's why he wrote it with Jeanette. Uh, yeah. uh Rip uh, Rip It Out. I love that song, but between that and Speeding Back to My Baby, I had to go with Speeding Back because I think Rip It Out's a little too fatigued for me, and that's probably on me. Probably like how you feel about New York Groove. Yeah, but I like I said, I got two album songs off there, and I could have more, but I wanted to kind of highlight my eight, favorite '80s stuff. I'm not saying these are the best songs, but that's just my list, as we always say. So, honorable mentions. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. You go first. Okay, fractured. That's one of my honorable mentions. Um, stranger in a strange land. I. It's a kind of cool song. But I always wondered when he did that live plus one for he was opening up for Maiden, I guess, in Chicago. <laughs> did he play that song on that album? Yeah, I know. That's yours. Sure. Like, hey, 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 we have one too. Uh, Fire and Water. I know it's not an ace solo, but it's Paul and Ace doing. I want more of this. I would like to see them do an album together, get Gene out and just, you know, the rest of the guys. And I know it probably will never happen, but I would love to see even Gene, uh, Ace contribute with, you know, Eric Singer or Gene. But I love this video. I, I it's a cover. Never heard it before, but I love it. Bronx Boy. I know it's kind of it's got his heavy New York New York accent. I can dig it. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Hard Times, kind of a story of his life, which didn't make my list Hard Times, which is a great song. Yeah. I like it. That I saw him when I saw him a couple years ago. He actually played Strange Ways. He played and he played Hard Times. I was like, oh man, I love Hard Times. But I think little burned out. And my least, and my, and you notice that there's one album on my list that didn't make it. 
And he's got a couple of songs on there. Dark Light. What the hell is this song about? I mean, is it about a Dark Light poster? Is it, I mean, I, it's not Ace. This is It's the not, freaking Elder, dude. Dude, it's not, it's not. It's, it's not, not Kiss. Yes. That's why, it's, I mean, I just, I mean, I like the music. Yeah. I mean, it kicks like that, but it's not Ace. And it's just like, you know, and a lot of, and. A lot of people blame Ace for being drunk all the time, but Gene and Paul were sober when they did this. So, hey. Exactly. You know. Ace was the one saying, you know, probably a good album and not the right time. I mean, but it would have been a it would have been a good album if it wasn't a concept album. The music like like, you know, they I think wanted, that's my deal with the Elder is like it's the the the, the lyrics kill it for me. Like, they wanted is, it to be Pink Floyd, dude. And they they would have lost me there cuz I don't like Pink Floyd, so I don't either. <laughs> hey. So I, 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 I struggled with this one and I was like, do I want to go with this one? But I had to make an example of why I like unmasked more. I do more than I do. And I, and I kind of probably put talk to me, but I'm so burned out of it. So I picked torpedo girl. Why That's you- why torpedo girl came out. Cause I was like, I had to prove a point that, I like the unmasked more than I do the elder. And that's, you, that's left, you left out. You could have picked two sides of the corn instead of torpedo girl. I don't like that song. Right. Uh, it's but not you like, and Madison, Madison, yes. torpedo. Yeah. I don't, I don't like two sides of the coin. It's a, I, I like, I like torpedo girl. That I like, I think what saves it for me is the bass in the beginning. I mean, I like that. Yeah. That like when we, you hear like uh, sure knows something it's got, it's got that bass line. I, oh, yeah. I just like that. I just, that's a whole different story. You're comparing then, sure knows something to torpedo girl. Come on, dude. Jeez. I like them both. So, man, you have put on your black leather, Stevie. Just <laughs> so, my my honorable mentions. Uh, you talked about Rock Soldiers, uh, Trouble Walking, Breakout, and that you know that was but that was to be with Eric Carr, and that that was Car Jam pretty much with with lyrics. But didn't Todd sing that song? Yeah, it's not really a talk. Well, he sings with it. He sings some of it too. Uh, Stranger in a Strange Land. I had that's that up man. there as yeah. well. Uh, Rock Soldiers, and then Two Sides of the Coin. No Torpedo Girl. <laughs> yeah, but it was on the list like three hundred below, right? <laughs> the last one. It was no. It wasn't the last one. I, I will say this, and if I had to pick my. Dumbest song Ace ever did, and I know why he did it. Uh, I think it was off the the Rock Soldiers album, Dolls. Have you ever listened to that? No, I may have heard it and I didn't like it. I just skipped it. It's probably well. The reason the reason is he did it is because his daughter is in it at the end. Okay, she she sings the chorus with him at the end. But you go listen to that. I'll tell you this. If I had to pick between putting that on the list or putting putting Torpedo Girl number one, I'd put Torpedo Girl number one. Um, that bad, huh? That's bad. It's pretty bad. But all right, let's go back over our top ten. Uh, number ten, I had Escape from the Island and Save Your Love with a tie. Number nine, I had Insane. Number eight, I had Speeding Back to My Baby. Number seven, I had Two Thousand Man. Six was What's on Your Mind. Five, Fractured Mirror. Four, New York Groove. Three, Rocket Ride. 
two shock me and number one rip it out so let's hear your list again mine's into the void with the torpedo girl the number nine then we go into the night then we go into rock soldiers six is do ya five is words are not enough four is insane probably because of my number nine pick right and speeding back to my baby number three trouble walking number two and new york groove number one so we had three duplicates yeah and you got your your song all made the top of mine like new york yeah. groove and uh, speeding back to my baby and insane. insane they were on my top five four so we will have these lists up and <laughs> we'll, we'll get butchered again on uh twitter uh but yeah <laughs> if you have a list of eight songs you like Put them on here, and you notice, you notice I didn't have anything off Space Invader or Spaceman or anything like that. You know, I, I what? No tried. space trucker for you, Stevie? No, no space trucking for me. I can't, I can't do it. Not compared to these songs. Please, that's that's Deep Purple, right? Space yeah, trucking. I think so. I think so. I'm not a Deep Purple guy either. I'm more of a I actually I heard that song. I didn't think it was that bad. The video was kind of weird, but it was yeah, just like, oh, yeah. that's cool. But it's no different than really the Deep Purple. It doesn't stand out like Do Ya or New York Groove. So that's going to do it for this week. And next week, we'll see what we have next week. We're not going to let the cat out of the bag. It might be something a little different than what we're what we usually do next week. Uh, we've got some stuff coming up, some movie movies we're going to talk about. We're trying to get in more of a routine with what we could do. Uh, trying to get a schedule out, like maybe have a guest one week, maybe do a top ten the next, and have a guest or or do a a movie. We're going to start doing like movie focuses, and that would be where we we talk about pretty much carry you through the movie and uh album review we're going to do some of that we'll also we'll we'll go back and do our like there's a a group that i'm not familiar with a warden's not familiar with that, that that i am i can put my top 10 let them rank it like we have with zz top and daltrey so far um another thing i think we should do and we talked about it we talked about these albums a lot tonight is come up with a top 10 list from all the solo albums. I like that. Yeah. So that should be interesting to see. See how many Peter songs get up, make the list and uh, what is number one? Who is, who's going to be up there at the top? Because I promise you that I, I'll have some Peter on there. That that didn't sound right. Uh, <laughs> well, Steve, is there right. something you Easy. want to share with the audience? Easy. <laughs> this thing on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll 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 work on that. But. that. That that's a that's an interesting. I like that. I like that top ten. Like what it should have been. I, I, yeah, I like that. If you're I, gonna make a if you're gonna make like a best of the solo albums, a, a ten song best of solo. I know they had one, but. Um, if you were going to make one of your own, what would it be? Yeah. I mean, That'd be good and, and, and you, if you don't want a Peter song up there, that's fine. Don't put a Peter song. It, we're not going to, we're not going to say, it's not going to be like a participation trophy. Oh, we have to put a certain amount of these. We have to put a certain amount yeah. or at least one from each row. No, if you don't mm -hmm. like it, don't put it up there. I mean, well, all I can say about that is there going to be more Gene songs on there than you probably for me. Cause, mm -hmm. cause I'm, I like these, I like Gene solo. Because it's it's a lot of Beatlesque, 
Oh yeah. Stuff that I love. Yeah. That any I, I like all those kind of harmonies except for bands like the Beach Boys. I don't like that kind of harmonies. I like the Beatles stuff and not the Beach Boys. That may be one I have to put on my top ten Beach Boys and oh, and let you. Oh, oh, oh. oh man, oh, oh, oh man, I'm gonna Google Torpedo Girl and look like songs like Torpedo Girl. We're gonna do a top ten of that. Oh, How's that? Gosh, there's no other song like that. Oh, so, it's so funny. It's so funny. I had never you're. You're like me, like, ah, oh, it's okay. And you, but man, I really got touched a nerve with this one, man. It's like, wow. Uh, I mean, it's, I just don't you really dislike this song. I, I, I Ace mean, is your guy. Yeah, Ace but this is your guy. Th look, let me tell you that, and I said it before the music is fine. The yeah. lyrics are so freaking silly. That That's exactly the way I feel about the elder. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, just a boy. Um, eyes pretty good. Honestly. I mean, from oh, a far God. off galaxy, I hear you calling me. Yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, that was. Uh, this is know. an interesting question, and this this may pop up, and I, I this is an interesting question for you, and this may pop up on another podcast. I'll just leave it out there like this. What should I don't even know if I should say it on here right now because this you may can. that may be another episode we can do. We can do it. Later. I, I'll talk. We'll talk about this off the air. That works. Yeah, but uh, yeah, next week could be a we could have a guest next week. We're uh, we'll see, and we have some guests lined up, and not just music guests, but we have some interesting. It'll be, a, it'll be it, well, we got kind of lined up. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. Steve is going to kind of Steve's going to venture into parts unknown, charted territory. Yes, parts unknown. Yeah, it'll be fun though. Parts unknown. That's where a lot of the wrestlers come from. Missing and we, we'll say this too. We talked about we're going to incorporate a lot of country music in here, and we are. Yes. Uh, and we're going to something we're going to do here too. We're going to incorporate some wrestling. Uh, we're both old school wrestling fans, and uh, some of the guys that that are still wrestling today, like Jericho, uh, I'm I'm fans of. But you know, you may hear some wrestling stuff on here. If you don't like wrestling, then well, wrestling theme songs. That may be something we come up with. Uh, but favorite wrestlers. Uh, yeah, I, I had a, a podcast called Ringside Ramblings that we did oh, wow. for a while with some some interviews with some guys that uh, are out there. And that may be some interviews that we repost up here. Uh, uh, one, the one thing I can't do probably, and I don't really listen to like, I listen to Flair and I listen to Jim Ross. I don't really like watch alongs because that, that takes too much attention. Oh, gosh. It's just like, God, I can't, I can't the stay only, on. I, I, I can't this, do it. The, the, uh, the Shivani, uh, what happened when? Tony Shivani. I love it. I yeah. love it. The watch alongs at first were pretty great, but they've got now where they don't pay a lot of attention to the matches and they kind of joke. They kind of do like a stand-up routine while some of the matches are going on. I'm like, you know, talk about the match. Well, that's what they did to Jim Ross. He, he used to have a – when he was by himself, and I like Conrad. I'm glad he's with oh, yeah. Flair again. But they changed it to where it's more of like a watch-along. And he would talk and give his own two cents, and he would talk about news. And it, since they did that, I, I really don't do it because I don't want to hear about stuff yeah. I've seen already. I mean, maybe oh, every yeah. once in a while, but I don't like to – like. Like I like I don't know. You know I did a I did an interview with Conrad. Oh yeah, yeah. Is he really the richest man in Alabama? Probably so. I'll tell you about that off the air. 
Yeah. That's all I got to say about it. And that's all I got to say about that, Forrest Gump. And on that note. Yeah, on that note. All right. We have took up two hours of your time tonight. But, guys, please. And I'll tell you another thing we're going to have. We're going to have some. Uh, you're going to see some people on our Facebook groups uh, on fly. All things rock and rock, metal. Hard rock and metal. Hard rock and metal, and then the the 80s. That 80s page. That 80s page, not that metal show, but that 80s page. Um, yeah, we haven't been we haven't been canceled yet. So yeah, VH1 isn't holding our rights back. Um, <laughs> Just our paychecks, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be seeing some, and you may be seeing some suggestions, some guys that we're going to plug. Because look, let me tell you this: I learned early on when I was doing this podcast that from a lot of different people, from my guy, my friends at Playlist Wars. Uh, from Tom and Zeus, uh, from other guys that did the podcast that, that I listen to. Those two are probably the ones I talk to the most. All the podcast guys have got to look out for each other. And, you know, it's not a competition. We're not going up against each other. We're, I, I mean, you hear us talk about Tom and Zeus uh, a lot up here. And they're guys we really look up to. And, and to get – to the level they have in such a short time is incredible. Oh yeah. Uh, the number one kiss podcast out there. And I'm saying that there is no other one close. There's no, there's no three sides close, close or anything like that. There's, there's no, nothing like that. And, uh, but yeah, you know, and, and another one, Mitch LaFon, that's another great guy that you, you, you can listen to, but there's going to be some people we, we plug up here and with good reason. And, and, uh, you listen to them, listen to us. Go follow us on Instagram. Warden takes care of our Instagram. So anything that's put up there, blame him for it. Uh, <laughs> Bikini uh, shots I, coming soon. Yeah. Keep the, <laughs> yeah. Here comes another week of somebody taking shots at Warden. Uh, yeah. Fine with me. I'm used to it. Like got to have said, tough skin though, in life, brother. Like we said, there's only one right list, and it's yours. Yep. I mean, that's what makes this so so fun to talk about and I and I give him a hard time for it, but you know, it's his list and, and it's all in what you like. Um, but yeah, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Rod Stewart bracket challenge, elite eight will be up tomorrow. Uh, you get it, get over there and vote at on the fly. You'll find us at on the fly, find us on, on the fly Facebook group. Like we said, uh, all things, hard rock and metal, that eighties page. You can, and you can hit us up on our on our Facebook account, direct messages, whatever you want to do. YouTube, subscribe, uh, share. We take, we take cash too. So yeah, if you want to Venmo or something, <laughs> go ahead. You know, we we take tips. Yeah, and not not, plant not your ones that jump off the bridge or nothing. Yeah, like not that. plant your corn early or don't eat the yellow snow. But, plant uh, your plant your corn early. I don't think I've heard that, that used to be a big thing around. You, this is this is a different. This is a different South in Texas. Oh. Yeah. Plant your corn early. This is farming country around here. That was the big thing. You want a tip? Plant your corn early. I mean, that's always around Yeah, here. Down, down here we have sayings like, well, that horse done left the barn. <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Warden, uh, have a great week. You're you old too, now. You're, you're over... You're over the hill. Got my shingles shot. Got my uh, ARP card in the mail. It's oh coming in God. the mail. And 
He's gonna be taking hey man, you get, a, you get discounts at Denny's and IHOP, so I'm all in, dude. He's gonna be taking Geritol for long. No, I'll just be in bed by 6 p.m. Like I can see myself. I mean, if I stay up like now, it I'm 9:30. I'm way past my bedtime here. So oh yeah, well it's 10:30 here. So yeah, I really yeah. past my bedtime. <laughs> yeah, uh, but like I said, guys, thank you so much for we're we're the podcast is about to reach a big milestone. And I don't want to say it till it gets there because, but we're, we're like this close to it and we want subscribers. We want, we want you to subscribe. We want you to like, if you like what you see, take the, just take a few minutes and subscribe and give us a five-star review. Give us a four-star review. Don't give us a one-star review. Just, and it gets us, it gets us out there to, to more people when you do that. Uh, so tell your friends, tell your friends. Yeah. Tell, tell everybody. Tell everybody. Yeah. We've got almost 400 people in the on the fly group right now. So we're getting close to 400, which is great. It's more than I ever thought I would have up there. And, and the, and the, the listens I've got on, on, on the fly, the podcast is, is to get to this amount that I'm getting to, it may not seem much for some of these big boys, but for me, it's, it's a lot. And uh, Jason, uh, thank you so much for coming along and, and stepping oh, so- in and, you didn't lose any listeners when I joined. I was wondering. Yeah, about that. I, had to, I had to play some. I had to play some old episodes uh, to get the viewership back up. But yeah, that's true. Nah, I'm just yeah. joking. Yeah, it's that's been fun, great. It's, it's I have a blast. You know, we become good friends, and I mean, we hear the other ones. You know, kind of the podcast we listen to. I was texting you about that. That's what we do. Yeah, you know, and exactly. we're not up there yet with shout out loud, but we're not yeah. what shout out loud is. We're we're an all entertainment. We're like we're trying to be entertainment weekly. We try to touch all like areas a little bit of everything yeah but hats off to those guys though because man yes. they do an incredible job but guys you guys have a great week and we will see you next week on the fly see ya